1: Uh, today is Wednesday, July 3rd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, the body of the missing grandson of the Camden City Council president was found just hours after police made an arrest in his kidnapping. Authorities discovered the body of 20-year-old Curtis Jenkins III late Tuesday night in the 1100 block of Liberty Street in Camden. Police said Jenkins was reported missing on Monday and last seen near the 2700 block of Congress Road, just five minutes from his home. Jenkins is the grandson of Camden City Council President Kurt Jenkins, just hours before police discovered the victim victim's body. They arrested 32-year-old Brandon Beverly on charges of kid- kidnapping and aggravated assault related to the disappearance of Jenkins, but additional details on the arrest have not been released. Chief Scott Thompson said that he believes this was not a random act, but rather a calculated plot to entrap and abduct the victim. Jenkins had a food delivery service out of his home, and was delivering an order just before he went missing, his family said. Family members believe that he was led to a false address. However, police have not confirmed those details and no further details have been released on Jenkins' death. Auto industry icon Lee uh, Iacocca, once one of America's highest profile business executives and credited with rescuing Chrysler from near bankruptcy in the 1980s, has died. He was 94 years old. He was instrumental in the creation of the Ford Mustang and the Chrysler minivan. Iacocca's youngest daughter confirmed he passed away of natural causes Tuesday. He is survived by two daughters and eight grandchildren. Born in Allentown on October 15, 1924, he would go on to lead two major car companies. Iacocca started working at Ford Motor Company in 1946 and was a major figure in the development of the Ford Mustang, the first vehicle of its kind. He was named president of Ford in 1970, what was fired by Henry Ford Jr. in 1978.
1: It was pretty wild because he was uh, a top executive that was part of marketing campaigns, oh, yeah. which yeah. was really different uh, for car companies, you know? And he was good.
3: I mean, he was his own spokesman for Chrysler mm-hmm. for uh, quite a while. Yeah. And it was a sort of candid, uh, no-nonsense commercials that they credit with turning Chrysler around. He was
2: then hired by Chrysler in 19 and became the company's CEO in 1979. He is credited with saving the company from bankruptcy. The American consumer may remember him best from a series of Chrysler TV commercials in which he said, if you can find a better car, buy it. Uh, he retired from Chrysler in 1992. In 1995, he sued the company, accusing uh, accusing them of illegally preventing him from exercising stock options. Chrysler then filed suit against him, saying he gave confidential information to Kirk uh, Kirk Quaranian who uh, tried to take over the company.
3: He had modified that uh, that slogan originally was, you can probably find a better car. Oh, and uh, okay. and he decided we need to that. We need, we to, need to rethink that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. You can probably find a better
2: car. <laughs> Chrysler and Iacocca settled their lawsuits in
4: 1996. Uh, Lee, <laughs> can we talk about that? Soon? Yeah, something
3: that's a little bit more positive for the brand lines. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, all right, I'll
2: get on it. A 10-foot, 800-pound shark is being tracked right off the coast of Cape May, New Jersey on Tuesday. Is that Mary Lee? <laughs>
5: Miss Mary. Miss Mary. Yes.
2: Uh, Ocean Reach tagged Miss Mary a, on February 15, 2019, 40 miles off the coast of Mayport, Florida. They now say I'm that... coming for you,
4: Casey. Mm-hmm.
2: They now say that Miss May, a white shark, was tracked in the water near Cape May around 11 a.m. on Tuesday.
1: Casey, don't worry about it because all that stagnant water around uh, Wildwood Crest is yes. going to keep her away. Oh, okay, good. All well, a so really nasty yeah. uh, you know, botulism or whatever is floating <laughs> we'll around the will get you Ecoli. first. <laughs> yeah, the eye. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll yeah. get the shark first. Have they, they haven't opened those beaches yet? I don't
5: know. Yes, mm. they have Oh,
2: they have. Uh, okay,
1: well, they never the mind. sharks are
5: yeah. uh, <laughs> the sharks
2: are on their way. <laughs>
5: this is a different shark uh, because Mary Lee is another shark that they've been tracking for for a long time. Yeah, yeah I remember is, that
2: name too. It's mm-hmm.
3: kind of wild that with an app on your phone you can track the uh, migration of these sharks. Yeah. You know, they call it pinging.
2: Yeah, Yep. and they, they pinged her right off of Cape May. Now, um, on June 28th, they tweeted out saying that Miss May is uh, was pinged close to the shore, a little north of Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. She was making steady progress north since the beginning of the month. Miss May was tagged in the same waters as another shark, a 10-foot, 464-pound uh, male named Lando. It's only the second time in 34 expeditions that Ocean Reach has tagged both a white shark and a tiger shark in the same waters. Samples from the sharks will support 17 separate research studies around the continent. In sports this morning...
4: <gasps>
1: <laughs> the, the, f-
2: the U.S. women won again and will play in the World <laughs> Cup Finals. Alyssa Nair saved a penalty and Alex Morgan headed in the winning goal on her 30th birthday as the Americans survived the test from England to win 2-1 advance to the finals in Lyon, France. Following the match, Megan Rapinoe, who did not play, said that her injury was a minor hamstring strain and that she is expected to be ready for Sunday's final. Ah! against the winner of today's semifinal between the Netherlands and Sweden. The Phillies opened their series against the Braves with a win last night in Atlanta. Aaron Nola pitched eight innings. Jay Bruce hit a two-run double, and the Phillies beat the Braves 2 nothing. Nola allowed four hits, struck out eight, and walked three in his second consecutive scoreless outing. He threw a career-high 117 pitches before Hector Neris pitched the ninth for his 17th save, striking out the side. The series continues tonight. Nick Pivetta will get the start. Game time is at 7.20, and the Sixers have offered all-star guard Ben Simmons, a five-year, $170 million maximum extension, and the sides are working through contract details towards an eventual agreement. They have until mid-October to finalize a rookie extension, but the expectation is that the agreement will come much sooner. Simmons, the 2016 number one overall pick and the rookie of the year in 2018, would join teammates Joel Embiid at $150 million for five years, Tobias Harris, five years at $180 million, and Al Horford, four years at $109 million. All of them have secured long-term deals, and that's what I for you this morning.
1: All right, thank you very much, Kathy. So yeah, we're going to treat today like a Friday. We're going to give away our Word of the Week prize this morning uh, because, of course, we have the 4th of July tomorrow, and uh, we also have a couple things to do. However, it will be a standard Wednesday in that we have a secret text word, and we have a prize with your chance to win tickets to go see Sublime with Rome. MMR is bringing you this show at the Skyline stage at the MAM, and that is uh, Tuesday, July 9th. So you can get started on that. Text the word secret to 39333, and we will send a word back to you later on. We'll call in that word, Designated caller call wins tickets, and we'll grab a random texter as well. So a couple of different ways to win. Also, a Wednesday feature is a little TV time, so we're going to go live on uh, Fox Good Day yes, this morning. Always looking forward to that. Yep, so we'll chat with those guys as we get closer to 8 a.m., and as a guest... I love it. We haven't spoke to her in a while, and she is one of our favorites. Caitlin Olsen <laughs> yeah. of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia will be on the program. And there's a chance for you to actually be on the show and drink with the cast on the set we were talking tell about you how that is, that's going to take place.
3: Yeah, these offers that they sometimes do for charity, you yeah. know, and um man, what that that's that set, we've been on it. It's yeah. a blast. Yeah.
1: It's one of those amazing things where you you know, you pay a small amount and yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're in the lottery for it. And yes, they're they're it's so much fun.
5: It is a really really cool raffle and, you know, like and they're offering up things that you just, you know, listen, yeah. I'm offering up a bike, right? But these guys, like, this is something that is a little bit cooler than something on two wheels. Well, the bike is still pretty damn cool. <laughs> well, listen, I was thinking of her yesterday. I don't know if you guys often do this, but uh, do you ever think, I'm like, that? this would be a great storyline on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Do you guys ever do that? I don't, but uh, okay. you're
1: an idea, man. So you so know. I'm
5: watching the World Cup, and I notice that Caitlin Olson looks exactly like Julie Ertz of the, the Women's World Cup team. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It could be a plot it, well, it could there's a certain point, you know, like'cause Caitlin give it is away? no, 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 but like Caitlin's character is just so like you know out there, and you know wants to be an uh, you know an actress or a comedian or whatever, I was like, oh my gosh, like she could you know this could totally be a storyline. On it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but I they don't want they don't want they that. don't want your stuff they don't want my stuff they don't want you they don't want any here you have a, a
3: million dollar idea and they're yeah. just going to pass on it yeah they, they come up with their own ideas they do so,
1: yeah but no, the yeah. Yes, it,
3: you know what say it to her when she's on the
5: phone bring it
3: up pitch you it. About it's to, your best shot
1: you gave me a look okay what did, was did, it did you see
5: Rob McElhenney's uh, Twitter or, I mean uh, Instagram post yesterday I did not okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna have to talk <laughs> about that later I okay uh, we'll have to talk about it later. We'll, we'll talk. About it. Okay, Move on. I, right. I have Fair already enough. ruined the first five minutes of this show. <laughs> no, it's we totally were very good.
3: supportive. We were very supportive, and I, your points were you actually were. legit. You, you could have. I don't know. You did, when we were talking to Caitlin, that would have been a. I don't need I You, you rather ruin this
5: part of the show than the interview with Caitlin. I tell you what. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Let's guys. raffle.
3: Let's raffle off a chance to not have heard the past five minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, what is it you want to say? I want to know what. What we're talking
5: about? There was a really really funny post from Ron McElhenney yesterday, where they basically posted a picture like behind the scenes of those guys like in the writers' room and everything like that. Yeah. And up on a giant screen is like part of the script of one of their shows. Okay, and you, I fell victim to this as well. I zoomed in and I started reading the script. Yep. And at the bottom of the script, it says, "I can't believe you zoomed in to read this." That's awesome. uh, that's um, yeah. Yeah. It's really really that's funny. cute.
1: Uh, okay, so... Well, good. Uh, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Do good guys. All right, All
6: right cool. All cool. All sure. that pre-planning worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait to start the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Can you play the Friday song again?
6: I, uh, I, I would like to go home now.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> barn door. Hey. Barn door. Barn you know door. You know who jumped the barn door shark? Bill Weston Bill. took his barn door yesterday. Did he eat? Yesterday after the show. Yeah, No had to to Buffalo. kidding. So he pre-barn doored us.
2: So wow. Casey, don't worry about the last five minutes. Yeah, he's, he's not, not listening. listening. Not oh, right. good.
3: good. Good. But I'm sure cool. that by the time he gets up to Buffalo, it'll be all the talk. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, take a much needed break? We'll come back in a moment. We'll reset, and we will get ourselves the entertainment report, a reset. stupid question, and giveaways. We will return in just a little bit, door Stay with us. Listen
7: to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, I'd like to do a uh, shout-out real quick. Uh, one of my uh, uh, closest friends in the world is in town. His name is Ben Aronson, and he wants me to give a shout-out Oh, uh, to Andrew and Allison with the Global Furniture Group Hospitality Team in Marlton, New Jersey. I know him well. So here's a big uh, shout-out for you guys. So thank you, and good morning to you, and welcome. Is he from uh, St. Louis? Yes, he is. All right. Now lives in Houston, though. Okay. And, uh, Keeps a home here. No, he does oh. business here. He comes oh, up right. here uh, a couple times a year, and we try to get together, but uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to meet up this time or You now. had Sweden in your house. We week. do have yeah. you know, <laughs> half of the country of Sweden <laughs> in our house right now. So, All right. So I'm going to do today's stupid question. Doesn't have to do with Sweden, has to do with the United States of America. And we are going to give away a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menard Chevy Show, July 12th through the 14th at Maple Grove Raceway. And here's the question that I have for you. How many U.S. presidents have the birthday of July 4th? Hmm, somebody in here might know that. 215-263-WMMR. How many presidents have a birthday on July 4th? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. And we'll see if you know the answer. All right. So I'll go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your call. Uh, today is July third. Almost born on July fourth, the fourth of July. Tom Cruise.
3: Whoa. Oh, really? And he ironically. was in born on the fourth of July.
1: That's correct. They should have
3: called the movie "Almost Born on the Fourth of July." <laughs> Man, that's a
1: heavy movie, dude. It's Ron Kovic, right? Yeah, you got to You've got to be. You've got to be in a serious mood if you're going to watch that uh, that film. And he and he's amazing in it. Yes, His, yes, that, yes. That's when you knew he was a he force. Jobs. a force to be reckoned with in the world of dramatic acting. Uh, But then you kind of flip things around and watch Tropic Thunder (laughs) and know that there's another side to Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's it's just classic Les Grossman.
3: Uh, So I watched it. I watched it a couple days ago. And it is so good and it is so wrong. And there are things you have forgotten I would encourage you to go
1: back and watch it because it's
3: so dense with humor.
1: And I'm looking forward to the next, uh, that that sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. If and when that's ever going to happen. That's such a great movie. Did you see The Last Mission Impossible? No, and you guys rave about it. It is a great great movie. It is a great movie. Which one of that? Do you remember the title of that, Mission Impossible? (sighs) Um, Ghost Protocol? No, that was the one before. Before, Fallout. 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 Uh, Henry Henry Cavill in it.
6: Awesome. And the next one for... um, that you're referring to, Preston, is literally
1: called "Live, Die, Repeat," and repeat. There you go. Nice. All right. And it's he, in pre-production. Uh, Tom is uh, 57 today and uh, might be doing a um, a full battle royale with Justin Bieber. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, want to see that in the octagon, so stupid. Uh, Patrick Wilson uh, is also celebrating birthday today. He's he's kind of one of those guys where you're like, oh, that guy, he's excellent. Uh, he is. He's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he's he was the main villain in the Aquaman movie, which I found surprising. Main villain in Aquaman, he was great. He was great in Watchmen.
3: He's coming up in this new movie that looks uh, from Roland Emmerich, who did Independence Day. Uh, It's called Midway, based on the the great naval battle of Midway. Mm -hmm. Um, He's very versatile.
1: Uh, Angels in America. Angels in America. The yeah. closeted guy, the yep. closeted uh, guy from Utah. He's uh, 46 today. Patrick Wilson, great actor. Olivia Munn, uh-huh. uh huh, and she continues to work in the world of acting. Uh, she is turning 39 years old today. She was in
3: that movie, The Predator.
1: Uh, the,
3: the, you yes. know, there's always hot scientists in
5: those movies. Yeah, she was a hot scientist. Uh, I want to see that. I, 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 it's on cable. It was on last night. It's not that. You know what, though, I wish it had been better. Uh, I but right before that was Predators, yeah, and I watched that with Predators Adrian. is
1: good. I really like that, that movie. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Could they do Predators versus Aliens? You know, those were two good movies. They've done it. I know, but with the the you know the second. Oh yes, first,
4: you're you know right. I mean? Yeah.
1: Uh, anyhow, uh, she was also in X-Men too. She played one of my favorite X-Men characters, which is Psylocke. It wasn't a great movie, but uh, I still liked her in that role. She's 39. Uh, yearly Smith, who is the voice of Lisa Simpson, uh, is 55 years old today. Will how many be? years at that gig? Will perpetually have a little girl's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how she speaks. Uh, Connie Nielsen. I had to look her up. Uh, she's been in a few movies. She was uh, in The Devil's Advocate. She was in Gladiator, One Hour Photo. She was also in Wonder Woman. She's one of the Amazon she, ladies. She's Wonder Woman's mom. Is that who yeah, she is? Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, she's
3: Wonder Woman's mom, and she was in that Kevin Bacon series, uh, Casey,
1: Season 2, the following. Uh, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, a yeah. crazy mother and well, ex-girlfriend of Lars Ulrich. That's uh, what well, ah. Metallica. Yeah, so she's 54 today. Sean E. Smith... Uh, was in the Saw movies and uh, The Stand and a few other things. What was the John Candy movie where he's a detective? Oh, Armstead? No. No, no, no. no, no. He's a detective. Oh,
5: oh, Johnny Dangerously. No, no. Who's Harry Who's Harry Harry Crumb? Crumb. That's it. She was a
1: kid in that movie. Wait, was she the
5: pregnant chick in uh, summer school?
3: Yes, yes, and she was also Correct. in yeah that movie that series with uh, Ted
1: Danson. I think it was called Becker. Becker, yeah, yeah. She's forty nine. Stephen Piercy, lead singer of Rats. Oh,
4: yes. uh, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, Rat. I actually I like Rat. They had, had a couple of good songs. This being the big one, but I know I, it was
3: asked this, but is he related to Milton Burrow?
1: Well, uh, no, I think one of the guitarists in the All band. Right. I man, always ask, I always forget. he was, Milton Burrow was in this video. Yeah. Uh, which is very weird. <laughs> uh, but Stephen Piercy is 60 today. Montel Williams is 63 years old. And then uh, actor Kurtwood Smith. Oh. You could tell me his name, and I wouldn't know who he was, but the moment you say the dad in Dead Poet Society yeah, or the a-hole, the, the main villain in RoboCop, mm-hmm. he's
3: so good in oh, RoboCop. He's, yep. the, he's in uh, that seventy show. He's the dad. Yeah. I, love,
1: I love the line in Robocop. He's like, take a look at my face, dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. And oh. he's a guy you would naturally not assume to be, you know, a a good villain. Oh, man. He kind of looks sort of bookish, but, man, is he a badass.
1: He can be uh, just a supreme douchebag yeah. when he turns on. He was in that 70s show. Uh, yeah. He was the dad, Red. He's uh, 76 today. And, unfortunately, we're one day off. Casey
5: Boyd's
4: yeah. by- hey.
1: How old are you turning, sir? Forty four. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: oh. Tomorrow marks the day of the birth of one of our great broadcasters. You all know him as Casey Boy, but I know him as
1: Jebediah Casens <laughs> Foster. I had somebody asked me the other day who wasn't familiar of the of the name Casey Boy, and yeah. uh, I had to explain to them when we first started working together. There was a girl named Casey in the office, yeah, and in order to avoid confusion. We would say, you know, somebody would say, "Oh, uh, Casey's going to pick that up." Well, Casey girl or Casey boy? Yeah, and that's just how we that's figured how out it, who was who, and, and the name was born. And it's, it's always stuck. been Casey yeah. boy. Yeah,
5: works. Um, yeah. By the way, also tomorrow's birthday, and he hates that I say this. It's Jackie Bam Bam's Jackie birthday. Jackie Bam, Bam Bam. I yeah. did
1: not know you got. Well, I mean, I probably did. I just that's figured. why we guys oh, share the same birthday.
2: That's yeah. where the love comes uh-huh. from. Oh, and
5: yeah. also
3: the birthday of Jackie Bam Bam and
5: Sorry.
3: Bill Burns too, right? It's all, yeah, I was going to say Bill
5: Burns yeah uh but Bill burns is, uh, nobody really knows him no he's not that important do we
2: know how old jackie is or does he not talk about that
5: no yeah you yeah, know he doesn't mind he's 30. he'll be turning 30 okay. tomorrow
2: right.
1: yeah Casey we hired a choir for you this is so beautiful <laughs> yeah. oh they're coming in and out <laughs> all right we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question how many us presidents have the birthday of July 4th and we will go to Todd and try and find an answer hey Todd how you doing man Hey, good morning. Uh, Todd, how many U.S. presidents have the birthday of July 4th? One. Yeah, he's correct.
4: Jackie Bam Bam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Former (laughs) United States president, Jackie, Jack Bam Bam. Hang on the line, Todd. We're going to get your information. Case, do you know which president it was? I'm just, you know.
5: I just know that Thomas Jefferson died on the 4th of July. Okay, no. Um, Calvin Coolidge
1: Coolidge, was born on July 4th. How cool is that? There you go. All right, so we're going to set Todd up with a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menard Chevy show, July 12th through the 14th, Maple Grove Raceway. And you can visit maplegroveraceway.com for tickets and information. I did set aside some stories to share with you guys, so let's get into those. In recent years, Brad Pitt has been stepping away from the spotlight, focusing on his family, charities, and other creative endeavors like sculpture. He's He's a... An artist, a sculptor, an architect. He's a architect. He said,
3: renaissance
1: man. I guess he likes to create things. Uh, according to a new interview, it seems that he may make that move permanent. Uh, speaking with GQ Australia, the Oscar winner confessed, I'm behind the camera on the producing side, and I enjoy that a lot, but I keep doing less and less. I really believe that overall, it's a younger man's game. Not that there aren't substantial parts for older characters. I just feel the game itself uh, it'll move on naturally, and there will be a natural selection to it all. I like
3: him as an actor. I think he's really good. He I too. used to not care that much. Both him and Leo DiCaprio. It's wild that they're in a movie together. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I just
5: but, watched that movie where he's supposed to be from Ireland. Uh, not Snatch. Oh, The Irishman? Uh, it's not The one where he, The terrorist? He, yeah, he stay, he's living with um, Harrison, Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, it's not that good. No, and, and I was talking to a friend of mine who's from Ireland. She's like... His accent is terrible. Give me the money, Tom. But other than that, I have enjoyed
1: his acting. Uh, He said that he's watching how streamers are shaping the market and admits that he's... You mean like party streamers? No, like, uh, you know, internet streaming. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Streaming streaming content. Uh, So he's watching how they're shaping the market and admits that he's curious to see where they take Hollywood. But he also seemed ready to step aside and let a new generation take the lead. He said, I think that... Uh, there's room for both, uh, but I could be a dinosaur and not even know it, man. And, uh, Yeah, man. He said the comet could be on the the way. Now, reflecting on his role with Leo DiCaprio in the upcoming Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he said, we kind of popped at the same time, meaning he and uh, Leonardo. Uh, This is a guy who's really giving. disgusting. And really goes for (laughs) it. So, you know, it's great fun being able to spar with that caliber of actor, and he's just great fun. On what drew him to that film, he said he couldn't resist working with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Uh, of course. glorious bastards they were in together. He said he's such an original voice in the Lex kind of film, and he sets uh, his sets. Are just full of enthusiasm and delight, and that's why we're there. You know what I dug him in? World War Z. And they're making a sequel. He was really
3: solid. I think that movie, the first time I saw it, I thought it was good. And then I thought it was better each time I watched it after that. I've only watched it. It has some incredible sequences in it, especially the one, (laughs) the sequence where the virus uh, gets inside the uh, plane. And uh, they're sitting towards the front of the plane, and then they realize that every... Because you instantaneously become a a rage zombie, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a cool sequence.
1: Yep. Uh, So whenever I see a story about The Bachelor or Bachelorette, I smile, because I know what I'm going to get out of Steve, (laughs) and it's one of my favorites, but The Bachelorette's Hannah Brown is reacting with bemusement to an explosive new promo for her hit ABC show, in which she tells contestant Luke Parker a bit about her sexual history. Uh, he says, so let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex and love. Uh, let's, have you ever loved? He says, He says. let's say you have had sex with one or multiple of these guys. I'd completely remove myself from this relationship. Uh, the camera then cuts to him upset as Brown walks him to a car after she admitted to... Windmill sex. Windmill sex. Yes,
5: you're a Yes. What is that?
1: She's had so, sex in a windmill. Yeah. So Brown said,
0: oh, "It's not like
1: a dirty." Yeah, she Sanchez hasn't banged her I, No, no not, I thought it was a, a, term. I had a Dutch windmill. <laughs> yeah. No, it was quite literally a windmill. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the camera cuts to um, him upset, and Brown said, "My husband would never say what you said to me. I have had sex, and honestly, Jesus still loves me." Uh, yeah. They milked. This
4: is so
3: orchestrated. Don't tell me this is organically happening Jesus on the show. Still loves me. Shut up. Well, I've had my finger in the dike. <laughs> <laughs> it's a,
4: it's a dodge. Yeah, a dodge. Right. Uh, <laughs>
1: she says, from obviously how you feel, me effing in a windmill. You probably want to leave. I effed in a windmill, and guess what? We did it a second time. She said. Oh my. God. While she, while she didn't reveal who she hit the windmill with, Bachelor Nation fans speculate Don Quixote that it was Jed Wyatt, whom everybody thinks she picks in the final rose ceremony. Does this this stuff starts to leak out now, right? Because yeah. the show is yeah, it's over done well in advance. Yeah. So several other viewers admitted that they kind of loved her windmill comment. While others told her that she was being unchristian in her treatment of Parker. So. Uh,
3: honestly, if you're a religious a Christian, why are you watching
1: The Bachelorette? And why are you on The Bachelorette? Is she considered, uh, like... Uh, an, I don't know. I an don't know. religious person, I guess. Uh, these comments make me think that. And then you... Then... Been- you know, probably recheck the choices you've made. Right. What reality show you're
3: going to in. I'm a very religious creator. I'm going to bang 20 guys in a,
1: in a house
3: <laughs> on television, <laughs> but I'm really, I'm kind of a fundamentalist.
2: Well, she can still date. She doesn't have to be banging them. Or she's banging uh, them. She's banging. She
3: said, she said she
1: banged a, banged a, a guy right. twice in a windmill. Mm hmm. Uh, Brown tweeted, "My parents are giving me the look that you're all giving me right now." No, no, no. That's not the same look. It's the, that look is you're really stupid. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> it seems that she and Jed, widely uh, who's widely assumed as the one, uh, hey, may have already broken up. Uh, public opinion turned against him when it came out that he allegedly cheated on his ex, and now, per uh, uh, I guess a site called Reality Steve or somebody who's really. Yeah, said that the pair have broken up, and Brown is quote not even considering getting back together. They would never get back with her. Yeah, she
3: doesn't so. even know the the meaning of love.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so that continues. Okay. Yeah, we'll see where this goes. Let's move on to real love. Yes, real uh, love amongst the celebrities. It's always real. Meghan Markle <laughs> and Prince Harry. Well, that is sort of real love. Yeah, They're That's roll- as
2: real as you're going to get. Yeah, but
1: Let's talk money. They're rolling in it compared to most I mortals. I love you. Uh, but compared with Harry's big brother, Prince William and Kate Middleton, less so. In a report in Vanity Fair, uh, sources say that uh, they talk about their approach to royal life. First of all, it seems that Meghan has adopted British sayings like bits and bobs. Oh, knock that off! And a source says that all of the rumors of Megan's tough to work with demeanor are slightly off. So sure, she's she's cr- trying to uh, schedule it up. I get a so.
3: bonnet. Well, hey, if chips. if you're, if you're there, around it all the time, tallywacker,
1: you, you kind of start to pick up on that stuff. Benny Hill. Uh, so <laughs> an insider reported who reportedly works with her said the papers like to use the word difficult. I'd say different. I'm so sorry. I thought Spotted Dick was a medical condition. It was hard for her. She didn't have a uh, support structure in place, and she was getting used to living in a new country and being part of a very unique institution. Uh, The insider continues that their financial restrictions mean very few staff members in comparison to Kate and William. As of now, their sparse staff includes nanny, security, a housekeeper, two assistants, (laughs) and two palace orderlies. Yeah, it's pretty sparse. They're over there at Frogmore? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Uh meanwhile during the Diana Award National Youth Mentoring Summit, an event honoring uh late Mother Princess Diana, uh Harry opened up about the joys of parenthood. He said, I'm struck by a few things today, most of which the power of the invisible role model, the person who may be sitting here today that doesn't realize that someone looks up to them, that for that person, you inspire them to be kinder, better, greater, more successful, and more impactful. Perhaps it's the newfound clarity I have of a father knowing that my son will always be watching what I do, mimicking my behavior, one day maybe even following in my footsteps. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so he's <laughs> It's the
3: hippie-looking gentleman up front there. That's right.
1: So the Sun newspaper uh, says that Chloe uh, Kardashian is considering getting back together with Tristan Thompson. Oh,
3: come on! <laughs> I can't, of, of course she's not going to do that. Is she?
1: I don't know, man. A source confesses Chloe is totally confused. Tristan, of course, she's totally confused. Has been begging her to get back together, and he posted that long gushy birthday message I love you! to her too. In the message, he said, "You are the most beautiful human I have ever met, inside and out." But now he's just lying. Thank you for being an amazing mommy to our princess. True, you should have made me cry.
3: <laughs> You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Really. I think- yeah, that's I meanin', baby.
0: You're like just beautiful. You like to sunrise in August with the breeze on my face. <laughs> saying such beautiful things. But I'm so conflicted. Oh, come on, baby.
7: Give it another try. She's beautiful. When Why don't you put down that locomotive and come
4: in here?
3: <laughs> but I was playing with it. Come on, baby. Put it down. You ate all the people already.
1: All right. He continued by saying, she is blessed.
2: You
4: ate all
1: the people already? It's like, oh, Chloe, what did you do? Uh, You ate a commuter train. Uh, He continued to say, she is blessed to have someone like you to look up to. I wish you nothing but more success and sending you positive blessings your way. Here's what she needs to do. And
3: though she's not going doing because she's a recidivist when it comes to the world of uh, dating basketball players. She needs to stop dating basketball players. Yeah, okay. but
6: what, a, what an interesting plot line for the reality show to get oh. back together with the father of the child. Who's you were M- suggesting that it
1: might be orchestrated. <laughs> I, I swear Ooh. to
6: God.
1: Uh-oh, Nick's on to us. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on Sunday's show, Chloe seemed to have forgotten about her past struggles. Oh, but Come on, baby her past struggles with body issues fans are taking issue with an outburst she had on the show in which she appeared to yell at Tristan via a FaceTime conversation with one of his friends. She said, listen this. She said, Tristan F you. If you can hear me, uh, they both admitted it to me. Both of them fat effing a holes. Don't say that you didn't do something that you effing did when you both effing told me that you kissed bitches. Who's she talking about? Jordan Woods? Yeah, she's talking about Jordan Woods. So one person tweeted uh Chloe Kardashian, sat up on uh keeping up with the Kardashians for a whole season crying about her God. weight and how she looked, and now her ass is calling Jordan Woods fat on effing television at that. So they're saying she has forgotten I, I can't, the fact I that she used to be overweight. It's literally painful this nonsense. Tell
3: me, speak comfort to me, Nick. How are the ratings on keeping up with the Kardashians? Is it finally coming down in the ratings? No.
6: God, <laughs> because the staff, I mean, for Christ's sake, they find ways to milk it, and this is a this is a great way to milk. Uh, will they? Won't they? Sam and Diane. You know, it's just it's it's rehashed plot lines. I even want them to sh- shift to someone
1: different. Sure, if, if you want to know about ratings, Caitlin, give me Caitlin. If you want to know about ratings, The Bachelorette had it six straight Monday at the top of the charts. Wow. Uh, that show has been winning I love you. the key eighteen forty nine demo. You banged to windmill? With that, with a one point five million rating. <laughs> you are an idiot. Against NBC's Wouldn't American chop up your private parts. Jeez.
2: Well, as much as we talk about the Kardashians and <clears throat> how much we make fun of them, it's I'll talk. I'll be in a conversation with somebody who do they bring them up? No, but that I would never think would watch the show, and they'll be like, "You watch Kardashians, right?" And I'm oh like,
1: my god! No, I'm like, they assume it, they assume everybody watches them. Like, wouldn't you she, prefer?
3: But, wouldn't you prefer for that same person to see to say, "I collect child porn"?
2: <laughs> well, no, uh, I'll go with the oh, Kardashians at least you don't watch the Kardashians. I. But like you know, working with you guys, it's like. Kind of not an option. Like we 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 just it's don't watch the, the news. show. We, we laugh. We yeah. see clips of it and things like that. But I'm um, I'm just surprised at how many people <gasps> do actually watch it. No, we talk about the ratings, and it's people among us who you wouldn't think are actually sh- watching it and like appointment TV watching it.
3: Celebrities. Jennifer Lawrence is a rabid yep. fan yep. of yep. the Kardashians. <laughs> true. She broke down crying yep. when she met the mominger, Kris Jenner. Oh
2: my gosh!
1: <laughs> what in the f? People watch it. It's very weird. I agree. All right, so the this is really wonderful. The uh, stars of Spider-Man Far From Home brighten the days of sick children last week, according to the Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Zendaya all showed up to say hi just as the kids were being treated to a special advanced screening of their film. This is awesome. Holland said in a video, who, by the way, when he was dressed as Spider-Man, he said, we are here about to surprise some of the patients. And we wanted them to be the first people here on the West Coast to see it. This is going to be really fun. And then the trio spent time one-on-one with the patients, signing autographs and taking pictures. Is
3: that the footage that I saw of him coming in with the costume on?
1: He does the flip, the forward flip? Don't know. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Uh, That would be awesome if that were the case. But They're they're rolling the video in the studio. Is that it?
3: uh, There's a part where he does walk in. This might be it. I don't know. Uh, No, maybe not.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he just did a flip. Yeah. By the way, I want to mention this. Speaking of uh, of sick kids and, um, uh, you know, celebrities doing something for me. I got a I uh, got an email from our friend uh, Meredith, who uh, brings in our comedians here. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, when they uh, when they stopped by for a visit and she sent me an email. She said, my friend's daughter is four, has cancer. Uh, they were our old neighbors and she loves new kids on the block and always sings and dances to their songs. Uh, she said Tammy Pescatelli reached out to Donnie Wahlberg, and he invited Haley and her family to the show. They met the group last night and got to go on oh, stage. Wow. I sent you guys the video. If you have a chance, watch it. It's amazing. She, he brings her up. She's a little girl. She's only four, and sets her, sets her on his lap. While he's singing on stage. Aww. How cool is that? That says got, a lot about someone. He headphones on. Yeah. And so uh, it was Haley and her mom is Emily. So it was super duper sweet. And uh, I thought that was really more cool. Donnie, less Chloe. Uh, yeah, I'll go along. All with right. That. Absolutely. Um, what <laughs> else? It's going to be my uh,
3: platform when I run for office.
1: More Donnie, less, less Chloe. More Donnie, less Chloe. Donny, less Chloe. <laughs> and the son of a bitch got elected. <laughs> How about more Caitlin? Um, Yeah, I forgot. um, Nor Caitlyn. Last penis. um, (laughs) On Monday's episode of The Hills, Brody Jenner opened up about his relationship with his father, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, speaking to Brandon Lee, who is Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's eldest son, and Miles O'Neill, Shaquille O'Neill's stepson, about the perils of having famous parents. He said that he wasn't close with Caitlyn until uh, she came out as transgender in 2015. He said, uh, Bruce was just never really around. Uh, Every so often, maybe once every couple of years, he wasn't around for my graduation. He wasn't around for most of my birthdays. So, yeah, there really wasn't any relationship. He was an absentee dad at the time. Bruce Jenner was, but Caitlyn's better? He said it was very surface. Eventually, we started to become closer, and then all of a sudden it was like, I was just getting to know Bruce, and then Bruce became Caitlyn. So, yeah, but he says they've gotten closer as they've Bro,
3: the can's on your dad.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, uh, interesting. Uh, the Just for Laughs festival has recruited Kevin Hart to debut his new talk show, Heart to Heart, in Montreal later this month. Uh, he'll interview Trevor Noah, Howie Mandel, and two other still-to-be-named celebrity guests before a live audience, and it'll be his new one-on-one TV interview show, according to The Hollywood Reporter.
3: Uh, has this, uh, ended up on the schedule yet? I haven't heard anything about this.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know, Steve. Um... Not, not that I've seen. He also signed on to star in the live-action Monopoly movie. They're doing a live-action. Oh my Monopoly.
2: God! I guess Steve, we're in... your favorite. Yeah,
1: I really. I just needed that after the
3: Chloe story. I'm going to be up on the roof now, diving off the um, Monopoly movie. Well, they made Jumanji,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And then they then you have Sony's Fatherhood, and then a remake of Scrooged with Paramount. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I'm aware I'd, I'd, of. I'd be yeah. I'd be interested in that. I I. Scrooged, I've never been able to come around on. Oh, no Scrooge Scrooged yeah. clearly
3: like was from beginning to end, and you can even see it in the movie. The theatrical release is a movie that was in trouble all the way throughout. In fact, at the end, it's basically an improvisational riff by yeah. by Bill Murray because yeah. they really didn't have an ending to the movie. Yeah, it was pretty weak, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, maybe they can do a better job of this, and we'll see. Uh, what else? You know, I have something else here for you. There's, there's some stuff. But... More, more, Donnie, less, Chloe. Oh, nothing great. Well, you know what? Um what? Yeah, we could do this. Uh I have another movie, oh. movie opening. Oh, please. We normally just do it on Friday, but we did it yesterday with uh Spider-Man. And uh there's another movie that is opening today because of the holiday weekend, things have shifted a little bit. So fired up, Case. Let's dive into this, my friends. <laughs> So majestic. Movie opening today is midsummer. It is a horror film and yeah. directed by Ari Oster. And it stars Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper, Will Poulter, and Liv Uh Mjones. A couple goes to a midsummer festival in a small Swedish town, but what was supposed to be a weekend of fun turned sadistic after the villagers ask their guests to take part in increasingly disturbing festivities. Uh, it's rated R, two hours, 25 minutes long, and it's got an 85% score, so that's pretty good. Yeah, a lot of good reviews on this. I was asking our uh, Swedish guests about midsummer the other day, about the, the festival, because yes. Uh, our old intern Antonina was posting pictures on Midsummer of of her and her family all wearing flowers in their hair and stuff like that. So it's a it's a big celebration that they have in Sweden, and it's essentially just, you know, it's the longest day of the year. Okay, and so on that day they, they it's all it's just like a, a reason to get out and party. But they did tell me that there is a giant penis involved. Really? Yeah, it's almost like a maypole. <laughs> and but it looks like a penis. And they just how do we miss to, out on this? I know, and they refer to it as a penis, I guess. And uh, I'd seen Antonita posted a video of her and another friend with these giant inflatable strap-on penises. <laughs> oh my god! Like having a sword fight with them. Honestly, what other country but Sweden would have it. a giant penis festival? I loved it. So, uh, but Midsummer opens uh, this weekend, and it's in reference to that Swedish holiday. All right, we are ready for clips. Grownish features Zoe Johnson as she moves on to college and has to mesh into a new set of friends. Halle Berry appears as the sassy but smart Skylar Forster, and here she explains how she's grown from being on the show.
8: It's very fun because it shows the journey of us trying to find who we are and like the people who we present to the world and the people who we really are. It's cool how you can grow in both the TV show and also in real life. I don't I don't, want to, I don't think I want to see
1: it. That's Halle Berry, you said. That's what it says here. Haley yeah. Bailey. Oh, Haley Bailey.
2: Halle Bailey. Yeah,
1: Bailey. I'm sorry well, about that. I was about to say she's on that show. She's playing a. <laughs> she's playing she a teenager. On Halle yeah. Okay, so it's Halle Bailey. I gotta tell you, you look old. She needs Um, to change her name. Yeah, it's a little (laughs) close, right? At at, at a quick glance. Right. Yeah. Seeing Halle Berry. Gronish is on tonight, 8 p.m. That's on Freeform. Let's do the next clip. In just one day, Stranger Things. We'll have viewers returning to the 1980s summertime in their highly anticipated third season. In this clip, our buddy David Harbour. Discusses how the Easter eggs in the show come together.
9: It's
8: very fun.
9: Be- Stop Sorry, it. my bad.
8: <laughs> That's him.
1: <laughs> he sounds different.
6: He sounds like Halle Berry.
1: Were you texting somebody during that? Uh, I might have been. That's right. The tropes
5: and the
10: scenes and the way they're written. I see it all the time. And in fact, even from that initial pilot script, I mean, I remember just a couple, reading just a couple scenes in and really feeling the jaws uh, of the Chief Brody character and a bit of the these other old
1: throwback cops and, and Indiana Jones vibe. And these different, like, 80s movies. Damn! Stranger Things season three streams tomorrow and our interview with David Harbour is available on the Daily Rush page of Prestonandsteve.com right now. It was a great conversation. He was such a cool guy. You know, I just put two and two together. Chief Brody's from Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Is is wait. Right? Roy Scheider is
3: Chief Brody.
4: Yeah. 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 What about
3: it? Well he oh, the pop culture references. that was that's, one, that's but, but glaring he's Hopper. one I missed.
4: He's Hopper. He's oh, why'd he say
1: Brody? Uh I think it, uh, maybe like a Brody-type character or something like that. Oh. Yeah, he's Hopper. Yeah. Which is kind of like Hooper, who was in Jaws, Jaws 2. Yeah, okay. And Hulu Hoops all are very right. popular. Oh,
3: it all comes together in a mishmash
1: of nothing that makes sense. There you go. But it's it, a complete mistake. But it is exciting that that is uh, coming back. And I, I would take David Harbour's advice. And just watch one episode every two months. It's going <laughs> to be hard. It's the only way. Not every two months, but maybe once a week. That's what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and stretch it out and just get a little more time out of it. You got to jump on that button, though. Stop it from feeding right <laughs> oh, into the yeah. next episode. Yeah, you have they to. give you five seconds. Or you're caught. You know, at least Hulu gives you like a minute and a half. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Well, yeah, they give you a lot more. Uh, I think but, what they should but, do. But uh, Netflix is like five seconds. It's ticking down. you're like,
3: yeah, okay. I think Netflix should have a feature where to activate the next episode, you and someone else need to turn keys simultaneously. That's a good idea. That would really cut down on on, on opposite side of the room. That would uh, cut down on the binging. Yep, agreed.
1: All right, uh, with that, we are done. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment and share this Wednesday together. Stay close because we're returning just a little bit
9: summer long, MMR invites you to join our weekend block party. Listen for three song blocks of all your favorite artists. Plus, this weekend, we're adding special theme blocks with a common thread. Theme park weekend! Every hour is your shot to identify the theme and win Win theme theme park park tickets. tickets. A four-pack to Hershey Park. Happiness is best when shared. Rock by blocks all summer long. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Okay, I just we're we're going to talk a little bit about the holiday weekend, and I just glanced at something on this sheet of information in front of me here because uh, some some of these stories I get from what are called prep services, and uh, they just have some compiled stories from across the landscape of news and entertainment, and. uh there's a section that says ask your listeners this question oh Oh, let's
3: hear what the question is i I love when because you get this stuff all the time they'll send you emails about this is a topic that might excite your listeners
1: Gingivitis. well i i never use these okay and here's why which summer bug do you like more lightning bugs or ladybugs (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's a hell of a topic (laughs) i like
0: lightning i have a (laughs) lightning
1: bugs i have a Thought
6: okay. about lightning bugs, and I'm, so I'm glad you brought this up, Preston. All right, and I have a story about okay. lightning bugs. All right, so it's all tying together. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, follow the prep I from now on right, and maybe. let it drive the course of the show. I was sitting outside <laughs> two nights ago. I was not stoned. I was just making an observation, and it, it occurred to me that uh, lightning bugs are advertising their location at all times. Right, mm-hmm. they're flashing and. Um, and they move slowly while flying in the air mm-hmm. why aren't they eaten by every predator that's out there are they, do they taste bad is there some kind of poison in their um it's a good in their, question. they're lighting up uh, are they the using the
3: light uh, uh, Maybe are they using the p- light for hunting purposes No, for themselves for the mating they, yeah
6: mating yeah is, they, is that what that's about i think it's they do the, a lot of banging, then it's either i think it's the males that are the ones that All light right. up or
3: it's one one of the genders or whatever So you're saying they're easy prey because they're obviously
5: yeah, they're giving away their location.
6: Right. Yeah.
2: But maybe, I'm wondering if they're using well, that as some sort of protection. Yeah,
5: that's, their
1: predators would be birds, right? And the
2: that's
5: birds what I'm are, thinking. the birds are in bed sleeping. Yeah, they might. No, they're, what are you
1: talking about? <laughs> no, he may be right. I don't think that they... <laughs> there are I don't, birds flying about. I don't think that they, no, that they not get at out to eat a, at that time of day. That's bats. If and bats don't need no light because they're pretty much... <laughs> they they don't night. So
6: no <laughs> I've seen birds flying at night. No, no, that is
1: incorrect. There are no birds that fly at night. They're all at home sleeping. You don't like this question? We may never know. So I... There was a really cute thing that happened uh, the other night. So, I, you I, a lightning I, bug? No, and I know I've, I've, I've beat up the story to death of these guys from Sweden that are staying with us. But we were, we, I, I lit a fire at the, at the yeah. um, in our uh, fire pit, and we're hanging outside. The, you know, sun's going down. The bugs start coming out. The lightning bugs do. And um, Axel, one of the guys, we're we're in the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden, he just stops. He's like, "Oh, it, he's the bugs. They are." Uh, I, I've heard of these before. I've <laughs> never seen them. Oh, they don't have man. in Sweden? No, I guess not. And he was just like, he was just blown away. That he was seeing lightning bugs. I'm like, it was so, it was adorable. That is That's very cool. Yeah. It
3: was really, it was really cool. It's Perhaps kind of in Sweden, yeah. their, their birds stay up all night because uh, it's yeah. the, uh, yeah, and wow. that makes the uh, lightning bugs less likely to come out.
1: Oh, here you go, Nick. All right, please. Lightning bugs use the light to communicate to predators that they aren't Tasty. They produce unpalatable defensive ster- uh, steroids for protection. You want a piece of ink? <laughs> <laughs> so those uh, that, that...
3: Kathy's uh, uh, hypothesis was, cor- was correct then. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very good. Well, Kathy, yeah. Good job. And
2: yep. I just knew that.
3: You just yeah. knew <laughs> uh, so they So because of the, uh, the, with the chemical properties that make them uh, glow, uh, that's something that would not be tasty to the
1: predators. Maybe so. Yeah. so. How we about go. that?
5: When, where I grew up, we were mass... Murderers at night.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did we that would, too. We that was took so not cool. Wiffle
5: ball bats and man, yeah. you would like at the end of the night. It was how many lightning bug spots did you have on your bat? Was Whoa. like <laughs> you said. You also shot
1: a toddler.
4: Uh, uh,
5: no, I mean, we used
1: to we used to catch them and put them in, like, a mason jar. There's the classic thing. punch yeah. holes in the top yeah, of Yeah, ours it, was a know?
2: pickle jar. It was yeah. an empty, cleaned-out pickle yeah, jar. Yeah, we would do that, too. You're right. My would you let them pre- go? We would at the end of the night. We would catch to yeah. see how many we could get. If it was a good night, I mean, you'd fill the jar, but then, yeah, yeah at the end of the night, we'd open it up and let them go.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, anyhow. Well,
2: well, thanks for letting me ask that question.
1: No problem. Well, thanks to prep service that provided <laughs> such a scintillating topic.
2: <laughs> see? Now on
1: to ladybugs. <laughs> do you want the other one? The other yeah, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which aspect of summer is more annoying, the sounds of lawnmowers or mosquitoes? Okay. Mosquitoes. Uh, what, mosquitoes. Oh, what kind of dickhead are you gonna... <laughs> I love to the choose? Sound I, I do, actually. Who
5: hates the sound
1: of lawnmowers? I guess if it's like right Early in the morning, door, Swedish birds. Yes.
5: You guys got the picture of uh, Psycho Mike with the lawnmower, right? I sent you guys. Every neighborhood has like their... So, oh,
3: is yeah, this, yeah, the guy? guys? Guy's this is a amazing. guy like in a thong,
5: it looks <laughs> yeah. like. A Speedo. Psycho Mike is in my neighborhood. Uh, growing up, and he walked. He used to walk around the neighborhood in a speedo, <laughs>
2: speedo sneakers, pushing a lawnmower.
5: Yes, yeah, so that was the lawnmower day. Uh, hey, normally, you, he'd be walking dogs. You did know? you post that photo? Or, or no, you, you no, didn't, I didn't okay. think it was fair to. So he post he, he, a walks, photo yeah. That, yeah.
2: he walks dogs in a speedo too. Uh-huh. Okay, that's quick, awesome. quick question. So
3: <laughs> this is his thing, and is he aware that it's kind of a kind of a quirky thing, or is is he the subject of a uh, conversation behind his back.
5: Uh but, well definitely the latter. Okay. Um would he be hurt
3: to know that he's kind of been held up as a uh as an icon?
4: I mean if you're
2: walking around in a speedo and sneakers. You're
3: probably not that so Yeah,
2: I don't know, man. Like I listen, you know,
5: uh, you know many many neighborhoods have you know the these types of uh of individuals and this guy was I don't know. I mean, right. He was your dude. He was Where'd our dude. Did? I don't know. Listen to me. It's 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 a little bit off, and, you know, and it, uh, but then it became the norm right. to see this grown man walking around the neighborhood in a speedo,
3: like to so the point of the of the mowing. Though he's not mowing. To your point, Preston. He's not mowing at like six o'clock
5: in the morning, right? Casey? No, he's not mowing. Oh, I okay. thought he said the Preston. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know when he mows the water. <laughs> and he's not hurting anybody. He's just
2: walking around in a speedo, right? <laughs>
5: yeah, that's all yeah. he does. It's, it's summertime. Yeah. You know?
2: As long as that's all he's doing.
5: I was mowing at 8 o'clock. Now, is there a time that's too late I think. To eight, mow. I think 8... Oh, too late? 6 o'clock no. in the morning. Yeah.
1: No, too late isn't... It? I don't think there is. it? Okay. Mean, because... When, yeah, no. I mean, once you run out, if you're if you're out mowing your lawn and, and when it's dark, dark yeah. yeah, that's too late. Do you know it's no.
3: really really cool when I mow my uh, lawn when I take my lawnmower out, which is electric. It glows because it has uh, it has the power bar on it. Ooh. It looks very uh, Empire
5: Strikes Back. It's very cool.
2: Eight is kind of early, case.
5: Uh, oh, say so he means at night. At night. Oh, at yeah. night. Oh, I was mowing oh. last night. Oh, okay, and, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I, I had to try and get it in before the thunderstorm started.
1: Steve, you said if your mower looks like, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back, you need to wear a full Darth Vader costume while you're mowing <laughs> your lawn. do it. How do awesome it. would that be? Yes. This
3: part of the lawn is done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Remember we had a Spider-Man who was power washing a roof oh, yeah. in the Bizarre file yeah. the other day? Darth Vader mowing a lawn, <laughs> I think beats that. Um, that's a great idea, but Wait, but
3: you... with a thong on.
2: <laughs> you mentioned Spider Man. I'm just going to throw this out there. If okay. anybody knows of a Spider Man that I can hire that can climb on my roof, uh, email me please.
5: Okay, Delco Spider Man's all all <laughs> over it. I have his number, just, Kath.
2: Does he? Will he jump off of a roof?
5: He can throw or a jump. Through?
2: Whatever, whatever. You know what I mean. Just kind of climb up there and. There's, so there's a video out of a Spider-Man your dad that you to do can. It. Uh, you know what? Not with his leg.
3: Is this for a party or for?
2: I need. Apparently, I need to find the real Spider-Man's phone number and call him. And uh, yes, bring him to a party.
3: All okay. right, all right. There is a great America's Funniest Home Videos video of a guy who is so trying to make his kid's birthday party extraordinary and maybe it's him in the costume and he comes running in and he jumps on the <laughs> support beam in the garage and it just uh, you. I love it. And even the kids are like you poor bastard. I know.
1: I love it when Santa Claus falls through the roof. <laughs> oh, God, Those are the best. Those because are some of the best videos
3: <laughs> It's the juxtaposition of the most benign <laughs> yes. gesture I'm going I'm, go- yes. I'm going to give these kids a wonderful memory and what they end up doing is traumatizing them for life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Well, there's so uh we were searching through like YouTube videos of you you know, a Spider Man that would come out to a birthday party, and there's a guy out in Texas that you can hire, and he first appears on your roof. He then comes down and he does like all these crazy flips. If you have like a, a you know, a place set
4: in like your an backyard. Yeah. yeah, he can jumps I suggest up on something? it.
3: There's a character I know, uh Spider Jam. And yeah. it's uh Gary Lauer place.
5: Spider Jam. Let's um Spider. <laughs> Jim
3: does whatever a spider... I'm not good at climbing.
5: Yeah, uh, Kath, what yeah. I'll do is I'll see if I can locate a male spider stripper for Jim. you with a giant penis and put him in some spandex.
2: Listen, and we... And send
5: that Spider-Man We to had you. him
2: as a Power Ranger a few years ago. <laughs> really? I mean, pretty much. You yeah. had a Power
5: Ranger with a giant unit?
2: Uh, yes, and he was so... Like so buff that the back of his costume was busting open, and Jace oh, no. kept looking at it. And he was like, That's not the real one, man.
3: That <laughs> Power Ranger has a big D, yeah.
2: but it was like one of those services, those party when, services. When your
3: five year old goes, Come here, come here. <laughs> that Power Ranger
1: has a huge dong. Yeah.
2: Why is he wearing those type pants?
1: <laughs> All right, uh, so what I was gonna bring up, ladybugs. No, oh, I that was the, those were the throwaway ask your oh, listen okay. questions. Uh, this is just some fact. The National Retail Federation reports that American adults will spend about a billion dollars on beer this append- Independence oh Day. A, a billion, billion yeah. dollars. Um, this man. is a beer country, absolutely. Oh Which is roughly about the same amount that is spent on fireworks. Uh, so people spend a uh, billion dollars on fireworks for. Uh, and now I don't know if that means the displays and, and the professional so, right? ones or not. I'm not really. Oh, sure. you know what? That's a good question. People buying it says. Uh, No, it says American adults will spend about the same amount on fireworks. So
3: So where does the fourth fall? Do they have the pecking order list uh, as far as holidays on what is spent on Fourth of July? Uh, My guess is it floats
1: towards the upper uh, part of the list. Maybe because... For barbecues and travel and stuff. I mean, we know already, obviously Christmas is the biggie, but um, Halloween is right up there, too. So I think this this might fall underneath all of that, but... Uh, we also spend $6.7 billion on hot dogs. Billion, which, billion! uh Well, hot dogs, hamburgers, and other picnic essentials. And Who's
5: that on the roof? <laughs> it's Uncle Sam! <laughs> billion! <laughs> Somebody gave me a brilliant idea about hot dogs on the beach, by the way. So you were saying? (laughs) (laughs) And the the
1: National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, by the way, I didn't know that existed. There's a council? There is. There is. Says that Americans will eat 150 million hot dogs on July 4th alone. Wow. God. So, Casey, what's the idea about hot dogs on the beach?
5: Uh, You just... Take some boiling water, and uh, you stick a, like a, you get like one of those ye- giant yeti thermoses and you throw hot dogs in there, put the boiling water in the thermos. And then you have uh cooked hot dogs on the beach we
2: ha- we do that,
5: do you really? yeah yeah, I, so you I'm have like boiling
3: that. water, the thermos holds obviously the yeti will hold the water at a boiling temperature yeah. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. you just pop the hot dog in there. do you prefer them boiled or do, would you barbecue them? I on just the beach? want
5: them cooked okay. all. Yeah.
1: yeah i I prefer a little bit of no, not like charred black but i but I do like uh, a grilled. a little a grilled dog. What we do with uh, with bratwurst? I know you guys aren't really into bratwurst, but uh, but we you love them, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We boil them first in beer, uh, beer and butter and onions, and then you grill them. After that, and put a nice uh, crisp. We used to use on it; so good. Pressed in the cigarette lighter. Uh, and you just put the uh,
3: the end of- <laughs> on the other side. Doesn't right? cook it all the way, but uh, <laughs> no, the part you're eating it cooks.
6: Preston, I want to thank you publicly because uh, you provided a recipe through Acme last year, and it was the the like the I don't know what you called it, but the potato bomb essentially. Call them the potato packets. Potato packets. Yeah, yeah. I do mm-hmm. it all the time, and yeah. uh, I've uh, added my own little ingredients and tomatoes it- and peppers and stuff. Please on reiterate my garden, what, what is it? It's so good and it's so easy, and uh, yeah, if you want to uh, relay and the message, you
1: just take a regular you know baking potato, whatever kind of potato you want to use you cut it up into fairly small pieces slices if you will and then you put it in a uh, um a uh, you you take a piece of uh, aluminum foil uh, a large square of it and you put the potatoes in there you put some onions some garlic butter lots of butter lot salt of butter. and pepper and then you fold it up into a packet and then you throw ah. it on the grill i i i put get the temperature up to like 450 500 degrees and then 5 minutes per side i flip it uh, three times so you, you do total 20 minutes and it comes out so good! Wow, awesome! Kind of steams it, them a little bit.
6: It does, yeah. yeah. And uh, and getting the grill hot early is key. Yep. Um, but you, uh,
1: it, it usually takes a little longer to do that than the meat. So I have I put that on first, and then well, do the meat second. And what you can do is they'll stay hot in yes. that packet. You could do them an hour ahead of time yeah. and just set them aside. So but, it's a good uh, it's a good thing that you can get out of the way if you have guests coming over, or whatever. You can cook that first, set it aside, and then they'll stay hot, and you cook the meat later. We just got our first Weber barbecue. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Welcome we, to the club, Claire and I have
3: really have never barbecued. You know, never really, uh, and so we're going to take it out for a spin. Yeah, uh, it takes tomorrow. Practice. Yeah, it so takes what, practice. What's so the simplest keep, thing
1: to just, just burgers and. Now, burger, I actually have Beyond Burgers. Well, burgers are not that simple because if you're not careful, they, the grease drips down into the bottom and can uh, have flare-ups. Yeah. Here's my suggestion: if you're going to cook burgers, don't close the lid. Okay. You close the lid. Oh, really? uh, you All of a sudden, you'll see smoke pouring yeah. out of that thing, and you got a flame up, and then then you got trouble, and you burn your food. So I'd leave the 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 um, uh, the lid open if you're going to cook burgers. Uh, but just kind of you know keep them moving a little bit. Um, How do you like your steak, Steve? I, I'm not a stakey. Oh, okay, so I, I, I really it would be. Uh,
3: so we we bought little cedar playing things. When Sequoia, you know, has all this stuff. So they have these pre-treated. Planks for salmon, yeah. Which apparently are you can get those in any grocery store. Can you? Yep. See, we don't know any of this. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know any of this. I, I I didn't even know where to get the tanks of propane. I you know. Uh, yeah. but, you'll, but you'll figure yeah, it.
0: Yeah, out. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, f- I figured one or two explosions and I'll have. A yeah, guy. <laughs> you'll be good after that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's cool, man. Uh, so all in all, Americans are expected to spend an average of seventy three dollars a piece for the holiday, and eighty six percent of the population is expected to celebrate this year primarily hosting or attending cookouts, barbecues, or picnics. Now, speaking of cookouts and all this stuff. I saw this interesting history of the s'more. The s'more is is a staple, right? Campfire snack. Yeah. Yeah. You got a fire pit and all that.
2: I went to Target yesterday and they had everything you could need for s'mores at every... And uh, cap. Like, no kidding. You just walk by, and it was yep. It was the graham so, cracker, the marshmallow, this you know, the sticks, the chocolate, all of it, the
1: whole thing. But, so uh, the history of this. I'm sorry, you were going to say?
2: No, 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 not like in a in a pack. Like it was the you know the fresh ingredients. Okay,
1: so it goes back a, a, a bit of a way. So it's it doesn't have well, it's got sort of the history of the s'more. But first, it starts with the ingredients. Marshmallows are the oldest ingredient in the s'more. And here's what I didn't know about marshmallows: they're named after a plant. Called the Marsh, these are two separate words, Marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, for thousands of years, people boiled the plant's root sap, strained it, and sweetened it to cure sore throats or to eat it as a treat. Right. I so its that.
3: original use was medicinal?
1: Yeah. Now, marshmallows weren't uh, produced mechanically until the mid-19th century, but today our marshmallows contain no marshmallow sap at all. Oh really? We're They're made
3: the
2: of the fast marshmallow factory.
1: Uh they are uh corn syrup, corn starch and gelatin for the most part. <laughs> I don't like marshmallows. I Kathy, I don't either. I used to love them and now I'm just they're pointless to me. Yeah, if they're I, not I've never liked if they're them. not over a fire,
3: uh, you yeah. know, or in a s'more, uh, yeah. otherwise I have right. little and, use for them. And let's be honest, the
1: s'more is really the chocolate and the graham cracker.
6: That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I think
2: that's part of why I don't really I never really liked s'mores either because there was marshmallow the in it. The main
1: use of the marshmallow in the s'more is to melt the chocolate. Oh, yeah. Cuz it's hot.
2: Hold right. it all together. You know?
6: yeah. Have
1: you guys had the
6: Hershey's bar that has the Reese's pieces cups in them? Reese's uh no. Reese's pieces? Yeah. Um, so it's a new Hershey's bar, I think, new to me anyway, and it's got um, embedded Reese's pieces in the Hershey's bar, and I used those for s'mores at a camp this summer. Casey was
1: a guy that gave me the idea of using Reese's peanut butter
6: cups. cups.
4: That's good That's too, good.
1: instead of the chocolate. <laughs> yes. yes, but this is a pretty an, a, awesome an amalgamation of the okay. two. Yeah, yep. we had them in
3: here. Uh, the company is ins. And they are—it's all on a stick, and they're all—all all the marshmallow and the, the oh, graham yeah. cream all are oh. organically made. Oh yeah, the pre-made ones, right? Yeah. So the pre-made, so so they're they're very cool, uh, you know. But the uh, some people like there's a commercial for—I think Hershey's does it, where they make this—they have this huge s'mores, you know, yeah. bar
6: on the street. Okay. I mean, it, it, it's a... Oh, is this it? This Nick, is, up yeah, on the, uh, There's a photo wow. on the screen, and this is what yeah. I,
1: I, I used... Uh, Hershey's and,
6: and uh, Reese's right in one uh, bar. We went camping outside of Jim Thorpe a few weeks ago and made s'mores with these, and it, it's phenomenal.
1: Marissa, at Penn's Landing, do they do do uh, do they do s'mores when they have the fires outside and stuff in the wintertime?
8: Yes, down at the um, ice skating rink. Yeah. They also do them at um, uh, Frankfurt Hall. Okay. And that's you can buy the little bags, and they do the Reese's peanut butter cups okay. or... Regular Hershey's.
1: Yeah, because I was in D.C. and they had this area where it was a big fire pit, and (laughs) right next to it was a place where they were selling the ingredients for s'mores. I'm like, that's a great idea.
2: But is this a like? Why is this a Fourth of July thing? I don't ever remember this. Anytime there's a
1: barbecue, it's
2: just a barbecue
1: fire. outside, and so and then people are going to have their fire pits lit up in the evening. So I just brought it up now. No, but, I you just know it's a nice little.
2: At- uh,
3: you flourish, Kathy, if you put some lightning bugs in your smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: no, because when I was at Target and I noticed all of the ingredients out, I don't ever remember it being like a Fourth of July thing.
1: Okay, so the Industrial Revolution is also what made chocolate <laughs> cheap enough and palatable enough. For the average person, but chocolate is another ancient food. Mesoamericans have been eating or drinking it for 3,000 years. And then finally, the graham cracker. I found this interesting. Graham cracker was invented by a Presbyterian minister named Sylvester Graham who was highly influential in the development of the health food movement of the 19th century. I
3: love graham crackers. I do, too. I used to d- sit there, and it would be my usual post-school uh, snack would be a couple of graham
1: crackers dipped in milk. And when... And then I would smoke crack. <laughs> Steve, when I when I was on my, my progress to losing the weight that I've lost, yeah, um, I would use graham crackers as kind of a treat because they're not calorically over the top no. and they're sweet and they taste good so that was uh-huh. almost like a cookie to me so they are uh, they you add calories when you uh, smear
6: them with nutella which i've done ah, <laughs> yes uh, the, and sit a uh, <laughs> a full pound cake on right. top of
3: it they become less healthy that way <laughs> yeah with a la mode <laughs> yeah.
1: uh so as far as the origins of the s'more itself it's a little unclear but the first mention of the treat is is in the 1927 edition of the Girl Scout manual. Huh? So the Girl Scout man. The Girl Scouts have brought us some great. Stuff. So many the the cookies. The, the steam engine. And
3: the cotton gin. No. Oh, my goodness. And the, uh, the, the printing press. None oh of those my. things
6: are accurate. Wow. All
3: right. Well, I'm just <laughs> trying to give them a little credit. I like the Girl Scouts. <laughs> go, girls. Uh, two go, girls. Yeah. Uh, they were actually what uh, propelled us to the moon. Wow.
1: They are very influential.
3: Now, do you buy uh, conflict graham crackers, or are you uh, committed to... Uh, conflict. Like the conflict diamonds, you know, that are... Oh, I did not milk. know that they... they Oh yeah, there's a whole thing with blood, that. Where you're blood, getting, graham blood graham crackers you do not want. I was yeah. not aware of that. What, what's your favorite graham cracker? I you know what's really good are the honey graham crackers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I love? What the the graham crackers in the dark chocolate, which will boost Preston that caloric. Wait a minute. The, the, the you know the ones that covered. Are, yeah, so they're graham
1: crackers Ooh. and they're they're
3: all they're dipped in chocolate.
1: I think I know what you're talking about. They're excellent. There's a brand name for that. So Kathy, remember. if you, if
3: you want to bypass your. Um, S'mores thing because yeah. of your loathing of marshmallows. Look for these suckers, they're okay. delicious.
1: Uh, hold on, Nabisco brand, Steven. Yeah, yeah, you got it, my bro. Yeah, well, those are those are chocolate, they're not covered in chocolate. Okay, they're, they're chocolate dipped. No, they're just it's part of the the the, the like, um, like if it was a chocolate cake, you know no, what I mean? Then suck it. Uh, okay, they can suck it. <laughs> Uh so, but we I will we'll look did. for the other one. Yeah. Right. yeah.
5: Hershey's makes a uh, delicious graham
1: cracker ice cream. It's called Graham Central Station. Ooh. It is really good. <sighs> okay. Yes. I'm on board, Case. I I trust your judgment on that. Um so anyhow, I do have a question. I know we're gonna go live on Fox Good Day. Do we keep talking or do we take a break and come back? Because otherwise I need to head down in a new direction.
5: I don't uh, think we've uh, explored this enough, right, Case? Um You make the call though. No, nah, I mean I, I would probably... We, There's we, still we, some we, lightning they, We've
4: questions. got something oh, in tandem morning. to
1: this uh, to bring up uh, uh, concerning uh, summer camps. Yes. And obviously where you're going to have s'mores, most definitely summer camps. So it's, it feeds right into that. But this might be a lengthier conversation. And we, All right. got to go live on Fox Good Day in just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's ago. take a break then. Okay, so then that's what we'll do. Decision has been made. You know what else we're going to do when we get back? We're going to make this announcement. Huge. About this event coming up, this uh, opportunity for you to win some stuff. When we return. Am I giving one of these away? Yeah, why not? All right, while we are doing that, let's give away some freebie stuff. I have a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menards Chevy Show, July 12th through the 14th at Maple Grove Raceway. What was that? I'm just
6: excited that I found this. Oh, you found <laughs> it,
1: the Steve. Yeah. Call, the wait, Steve call, number, call number eight two one five two six three. WMR. Visit wmmr Visit uh, Raceway.com for tickets and information. What did you find?
6: They're they're made locally by uh, Asher's Chocolate, which is a, a awesome company, and it's a uh, dark chocolate covered graham crackers. And they are available on Amazon. So I just
1: wanted Steve to see that. They're excellent. There. Yeah, oh, they're need, really excellent. We need to get a hold of John Brazier. Yes, He's we part do. Of the uh, yeah. Asher's family. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, with that, we'll take a break. Let's get a caller. Give away some stuff. Coming back. B file live on Fox. Good day. And this announcement about this contest coming up when we return. All right?
7: What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Hold up light. Hold up light. Hold. Shine now.
1: You know what I'm going to do? We're going to go on uh, Fox Good Day in a few minutes. We're three or four minutes away. Uh, and we're going to do the bizarre file. And we have an announcement to make. But uh, I have a couple of outs that I have. Uh, been set. As, I've set them aside and I haven't gotten to them yet. Um, so you mind if I go through a yeah, couple of these?
3: Yeah, I was through these suckers. It's the 4th of July.
1: Uh, let's see here. This is, hey, Preston, want to give a shout out to my wife, Lauren. We got married at the Camp Out for Hunger after being engaged for six years. Listening to the show since Y100, I was finally able to convert her to a regular listener just last year. God bless you. Uh, she became a fan before the end of the five-day challenge. And shortly after that, you guys announced a mass wedding, which was pretty much a done deal at the time. Uh, She was totally on board with the idea of having a Wednesday morning parking lot wedding. (laughs) And I loved her even more for that. And we're getting ready to take a really cool road trip vacation, which uh, will serve as a quasi honeymoon. And we'll be banking a bunch of podcasts to keep us entertained as we drive. Who knows? Maybe we'll hear you read this while we're on the road. Thanks in advance, Gadzooks. And that is from Kevin uh, Garris. Uh, So we're going to give you guys a shout out, Lauren and Kevin Thank you, guys, for being a part of our mass wedding. It was a lot of fun. That is
3: cool. And you know someone loves you if they'll marry you in a parking lot.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) Uh, This one is uh, this guy, Frank, got in touch and unfortunately told us about a few people who passed away uh, close to him. And uh, he just wanted to reference this on June 21st. You guys were talking about Anderson Cooper and how he opened up about his mother's death. And then you all started talking about death and how you cope. And it was nice to hear how others cope with loss. I just wanted you to know that your show, your comedy, and the way you entertain helps me cope with losses. Even when I'm at my lowest low, I can rely on your show to make me laugh and make me smile. I hope other people can relate to me. So uh, for that, I thank you all. Uh, And he goes on to say, possibly, could you read this sometime on the air and maybe uh, give me a a nice shout out? Uh, And he asked Wednesday between 10 to 10.30 so I know I won't get that done. So No. I, I just, we we will be wrapping up the show by then, and I might forget it. So I'd rather do it than not do it at I all. I agree. Uh, so that would be cool. I'd be sure to have my headphones on listening to the show. Thank you, guys. With much love, Frank Smith from Mary Mead Farms in mm-hmm. uh, Lansdale. So a shout-out. <clears throat> love, Mary Mead. And uh, here's another one that says, hey, guys, I was emailing you today to see if you can give a big, juicy shout-out to my new husband, Paul. We have met you before. Uh, and we are the AT&T crew who demonstrated the VR goggles with you. This is yeah. a, a few yeah. years ago. I can tell you that made our dreams come true to spend some time with you guys. Paul and I recently were married, June 1st, and I'm a very lucky lady to have him as much as he loves me. I love him and says all the time that the two of you are kindred spears. I can't even tell you how many times this week he comes in saying, Oh, my gosh, babe, Preston and I are the same person. <laughs> uh, from the things you say to the T-shirts you wear and the bands you like, I figured a shard out from you and the gang would just make his day. Uh, We are and will always be huge fans of the show and can't imagine what life would be like without all of you in it. Keep rocking, and we love you guys, and that is from Danielle Buchanan. So, a shard for you guys. So, tacitly, you're sort of banging Danielle. You know what? Yeah. If you're the same person, I think Danielle's pretty hot, too. (laughs) There you go. It's a little feather in my cap. How much time, Marissa? One minute? All right. Uh, One more. Uh, Hey, guys. I've been a fan listening since I was Y100, and my brother Matt made me start listening to you guys. I've listened almost every day since, either uh, through podcast or radio, and I recently got my girlfriend Megan to start listening on the show every day as well. Could you please send her a shout-out on her 30th birthday, which is July 6th? Well, we won't be here, so we're doing it today. Thank you very much. And rock on. That is from Andrew Gorman. So there's a shout-out to his girlfriend, Megan, who has her birthday. Got through a few of those. Nailed it. I still even have a couple of them left. All so right, we got the rest of the show. Maybe we'll have a chance to get that in a little bit. But Marissa says we have thirty seconds, sort of. Scrunching. This is how this time the TV thing works out. We have to wait till they're ready to go, and then Marissa is listening to their producer saying we have this much time left, and kind of I have to kind of <sighs> kill some time until leading up to that, and then we'll hear the music, and then all of a sudden they turn the cameras on, and boom! Hold on, Kathy, I know your hand is up, but Marissa is now gesturing to me. She's giving me that so-so look. I hear a little hiss (laughs) in the background and here we go. Hey,
4: Hey.
9: hey, I love the energy this morning. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well let's get to talking about this. Have you guys seen this? It's a diner. They have a new menu item. It's called My girlfriend is not hungry special, and it's at Mama D's. And what they do is whatever you order, they add on extra French fries, chicken wings, or cheese sticks to your entree. That way there's extra in case she decides to pick off your plate and get some of your food. Uh,
1: What do you think of the concept, Uh. Preston?
9: Uh, I think it's great.
1: Yeah? Absolutely. Because most of the time when somebody says, I don't want anything, and then the food comes and it smells good, (laughs) it looks good. Well, I'll just, you know, I'll have a couple of these. You. And it's not always the girlfriend. I mean, like, my kids will do the same thing, too. So, yeah. It's, it's probably love more it. for kids. Yeah, for, for I think it's a good idea. I, I always, I
3: don't like people picking off my plate. So I'll always just say to my wife, well, let, let's just order, we'll order a second dish of this. So if you could just incorporate it in, you know, my dish and have her think she's able to pick off my plate, <laughs> maybe that does work out. Mm. I like the okay. idea,
10: actually. So that's what the menu's about. I mean, they said they got so many people coming in saying, oh, my girlfriend's not that hungry. So they'd order food. And then by the end, the girlfriend's picking off the plate. So now you get extras with it. But it drives you insane when someone you're with, they're not hungry, and they start eating off your plate. It
3: drives me crazy. I can't stand it. I'll tell you what they should do, though. Is they should do first date portions, which are super small. Yeah. Because yes. you never eat on a first date, right? You never run <laughs> right. that risk. So, but,
1: uh, Preston, you cool with people pick? Do you pick off people's plates? Uh, Do I pick? up? No. No, I don't. Now, listen, when I go with, uh, to Hate dinner it. with my wife, I will expect that I want to try a little bit of hers because we'll usually order something right. different. And she might want to try a little of mine. Uh, but I never really have her eating, like, portions of it. It's just a taste. And I usually don't run into that, somebody picking up Will off you pick plate. off other people's plates at the, at the restaurant? Um, just wander over other <laughs> tables? No. tables? No. No, we <laughs> talked about that the other day. That's, that's free-range mooching. Free-range mooching, that's what they call it. Oh, my god! It. Yes, yeah, when you go to, see, to the people you people are don't saying know.
9: saying it shouldn't be specific to the girlfriend because guys do it, too. Mm-hmm. I would
1: yeah. maybe. Yeah. I think Sometimes. I guess,
9: you know.
4: Sometimes. <laughs> But <laughs> you I, my, really hear my, my boyfriend's not hungry, <laughs> but it's Well, my ex- no,
9: not that part. Just picking off my plate. Like, right. They're going to want something that looks good. They're like, oh, let me have that.
1: Well, the, the, the standard girl thing is I'll just have a salad. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually. <laughs> like, a and a <laughs>
3: Sunday.
9: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then
2: it ends up being food. picking <laughs> off
3: your plate. <laughs> <laughs> right. so.
1: Yeah. I'll have a uh, rack of lamb. First date. Right. I think it's fun. I think it's cute. It's a good idea. Sure.
9: Yeah. And they got us talking
1: about
9: it, so yeah. I guess it worked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, <they do. laughs>
1: all right, guys. Have a great Wednesday. Happy Fourth. Yep. Happy Fourth. Yep, we'll see you guys. All right. So that's how that works, folks. All right. So what we're going to do is the B file, and then we're going to announce this contest. So here we go.
4: Nice.
0: <laughs>
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's oh Bizarre File. All right. I have count them: one, two, three, four. Bear stories. Oh. Holy hell! Yeah, sometimes you get What's a going lot. On with bears, present. They have been in the B file a lot, so I've got four of them that I'm gonna. I've just decided to lump them all together. So here we go. A California man captured video of a bear breaking into his home and trashing the laundry room. Kenneth Morris says he heard Where the hell's the bounce. Uh, he heard commotion inside his home on Sunday night, and then discovered the bear in the laundry room. He took some photos of the bear through the window of his room and shared them on Facebook. He says that the bear knocked over the washing machine and that caused water to flow into the room, and I guess it, it yanked out part of the plumbing. I asked you five times to fold the laundry. and Now it's time to not be nice. And
0: <laughs> That's me. That's you, Preston. And <laughs> even
1: ripped up a portion of the ceiling. Wow. Local authorities eventually set the bear free, and the bear, which appeared to be without injury, was last seen running into nearby woods. I mean bear
3: claws. You know, we've seen them. You've seen them. Up close and personal, you could rake them right through drywall, no Easily. problem.
1: Yep. Uh, well, colliding with anything while on a motorcycle sounds pretty nasty, but hitting a bear is particularly bad. A Massa- Tell me about it, Stan. <laughs> a, a Massachusetts motorcyclist uh, helmet-mounted camera captured the moment that he narrowly avoided crashing into a bear that ran across the road in front of him. Uh, The video shows the man riding on uh, Route 5 North on Wednesday in the Northampton area when the bear cub comes running out into the road from the left side. man says he was shaken by the experience but not injured. That could have been bad. Imagine if he killed the bear cub and Mama Bear. Uh, How about this? Residents in Navarre, Florida are being warned to keep an eye out for a black bear that made two visits to a recreational pool. This is a Florida and bear? Yeah. Oh, my God. And, together Florida in one. Florida bear. Florida the bear.
6: bear.
1: Uh,
7: Florida man. Florida
1: man. The Holly by the Sea Improvement Association says a black bear was first spotted visiting the Holly by the Sea Recreation Center when it took a swim the morning of June 20th.
0: Manny, Selma, how are you? <laughs> and <then> the bear. <laughs> You're putting some block on because you know how you get. He walks out in a robe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, later on, we're going to do some backgammon in the rec
1: center. You guys up for that? <laughs> and the bear. Are your grandkids visiting? They're the, adorable. The bear then returned on the 24th. Uh, it seemed to consider a swim, but that day the pool was occupied by too many people. So the bear, you did know. you hear what Gladys did? <laughs> Oh, my God. She's been
0: sleeping with Dom, and Lonnie found out. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. So we're playing shuffleboard, just relaxing I with everybody. I love this community. I love the people. I love the activities. I love eating them.
1: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> so there were too many people. And in they're the, all Jewish, so it's kosher. Uh, the pool. There were too many people in the pool, and uh, the bear didn't attempt to get in the water. Uh, wildlife officials have searched for the bear uh, after both sightings. They said it disappeared before they arrived each time. So,
3: what was the name of Seinfeld's uh, his parents' retirement
5: village? Del Boca Vista. Um, that's it. Yeah. yeah, it
1: was great. Del Boca
5: Vista. <laughs> Boca Vista. They all have names like that. Is yeah. it, uh, is that a town or is that just the name of the resort?
1: I think it's the name of the re- okay. the, re- the, the retirement community. village. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then another bear story. Uh, bears don't drive, but that won't stop them from getting into a car looking for food. The San Miguel County Sheriff's Office in Colorado has released a video of a bear, Uber? Of a bear being released after climbing into a car and locking itself inside. Uh, they say the bear was found trapped in the car on Tuesday after opening the unlocked doors and climbing inside. Uh, the officers used a rope to open the car door from a safe distance and they warned those on social media to keep their cars locked up to avoid a similar issue. So there you go, four bear stories in a row. Was it a, Yeah, wow. Four. Yeah, it's been a banner banner day for bears. Uh 20-year-old Muhammad Farquan was in an accident on June 21st he was transported to a hospital where he was pronounced dead on June 24th. His family all attended his funeral, but they were shocked when Farquan began twitching just before he was to be buried. His family rushed him to the hospital, and doctors put him on life support. Doctors treating him said he is in critical condition. He is not brain dead. Oh, my God. And they were going to bury him. I mean, they were ju- they were getting ready to put him in the ground. Uh, the incident. But then an observant bear noticed the twitch. His brain Wait a second. Him. I know. <laughs> Uh, could only, you imagine? I would love to have found a couple more bear stories to make it the whole B file. Th- that was right. sort of the subject matter of a lot of Edgar Allan Poe stories, oh, you yeah. know, where they're the... the, the yeah, the fall the, of the House of Usher. Yes, was, yeah. was about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, and then one last story, and this is the money shot. All yes. right. You and I were talking about this story yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, listen a, to this. A stowaway is believed to have dropped from a plane flying over London after his body fell into a residential garden on Sunday just feet from a sunbathing man. Oh
6: my god.
1: So here's a guy hanging out in his garden, lying right. on lying on it, you know, a chaise lounge, and all of a sudden a body falls out of the sky and lands just feet away from him. The victim appeared to have fallen from the plane uh, from the landing gear compartment of a Kenya Airways plane on approach to Heathrow Airport. So he basically jumped in the wheel well area, which yeah. is not environmentally controlled, so he froze to death. Yeah. One neighbor described hearing a womp As the body hit the ground. Uh, The neighbor said he had all his clothes on and everything. I had a closer look and saw that there was blood all over the walls of the garden. Uh, Police were called to the South London neighborhood of Clapham after a body was discovered in a garden. Officials are working to establish his identity and a post-mortem examination is going to be carried out in due course. A bag, water, and some food were discovered in the landing gear compartment once the plane touched down at Heathrow. The Clapham resident said the man landed about three feet ...from a man sunbathing in his garden. Needless to say, would have killed him. He suggested the victim was already dead when he fell, adding that the suspected stowaway was, quote, "...so intact because his body was an ice block." He was frozen solid. While the death is not being treated as suspicious, police inquiries will continue... In 2015, by the way, a stowaway, a stowaway on a British Airways plane from Johannesburg fell on a roof during the jet's approach to Heathrow. So this type of thing has happened before. A second man who was hiding in the undercarriage of the plane was hospitalized with injuries. So,
3: so if the body fell up, right, Preston, and its legs dug into the ground, it might appear as a lawn statue. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Do you imagine that? Who <laughs> <laughs> did you imagine? Did you imagine a statue? Yeah. All right, and there you go, your bizarre file. All right, you ready for this announcement? Yes! Yeah. This is very exciting. All right, let me... <laughs> gather my information to make sure that I have everything proper and ready for this. So, this is a cha- this is a yeah, very big concert coming to town, July 23rd at the Link. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce The Rolling Stones Link Song of the Day. Yeah! Yeah! Now, what does that mean? All right, that means we're going to give away Stones tickets, and we're going to do it in a really fun way. Uh, so each weekday, July 8th to the 19th, tune in at 8 a.m., We or as close to 8 a.m. as we can get it. You know um, us. We here on the President's Safe Show will announce that day's winning <laughs> Stones song, and yeah. we'll tell you the hour that it's going to play in later in the day, too. So we're going to give you a pretty damn good idea about when you need to be tuned in for it. Listen for us to play the song on vinyl from their newest Greatest Hits album, Honk. So not only is it a Stone song, it's actually going to be played on vinyl. We'll do it one morning as well. I've got the go-ahead from Bill to go into Studio R and use the turntable in the other room. That's awesome. To play a song. And then the 25th caller, when we play that song, gets the actual record that we've used on the record player to play on air. And then two tickets to the Stone show. It's pretty damn cool. Uh, Complete details are available at WMMR.com. So let me reiterate that information. The concert is July 23rd at The Link. Each weekday from July 8th to the 19th, tune in at 8 a.m. Because we are going to tell you the song, the Rolling Stones winning song of the day and the hour that it will play in later on. And then we play the song on vinyl. And then you win that actual record that we used on air for the 25th caller and two tickets to the show. So how about that?
3: You know, you might as well call this the Health Scare Tour because, uh, you know, everyone wants to see the Stones to begin with. Nick had that little brush with his heart situation. He's obviously doing well. Apparently the shows are phenomenal. So if there's ever a time to see the Stones, it's now. And this is probably as good a shot you're going to have at getting the tickets as you could ask for. And we
1: are the station that brought you the Rolling Stones. That's right. Right here in Philadelphia. So... Get yourself set. We begin on the 8th. Let's take a break. Come back in just a moment or two. We will return shortly. Don't forget, Caitlin Olson on the show this morning. Taught to her in roughly an hour or so. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other
7: audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Uh, Don't forget Caitlin Olson will be joining us in a little while, about uh, 25 minutes or so, we're going to talk to her.
3: Yesterday you said there was a prime or at least a uh, time frame today when most of the road travel would be taking place. What were the hours? Do you remember? 4 Uh, 4 uh, p.m.
1: I don't know when until it might be like 4 to 8, but it it doesn't. Officially they said that, and that's America in general, 4 p.m. local time is when... uh, is supposed to be the worst. All right. For traveling. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, uh, you know, I, I thought maybe, you know, people might be getting out this morning or midday to uh, head out on whatever their vacation plans are. But we were kicking around the idea that mainly it might be just traveling to a neighbor's house or something like that because 4th of July seems to be an at-home or an in the community, America, your backyard, yeah, Main Street. Instead of you know flying somewhere. I mean, I am. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. going to visit to some family in Florida, but uh, but around
5: here, it's it, a lot of people go to the beach, a right? L- uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. So well, you got the big concert, got, yeah.
3: but people stay in the city specifically, also for we got you know Welcome America and right. all this stuff going on, which is a big deal. You know what? Uh, who, who, who are the acts playing again? Oh, oh Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Jennifer Hudson, yeah. which is awesome. Megan Trainer, who Meghan I really Trainor. like as well. Anybody else? Because they usually have a whole conga line of people playing. They do, but I'm not. I, okay. I don't have the lineup. But it's
2: usually fun down there. I mean, it does yeah. get crowded. There are a lot of people, but it is a fun event to attend. And then the fireworks are great.
3: Yep, they're That's sensational. Right. Yep. They tend to run late, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Later than anticipated. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I, now I live, you know, so it's many Uncan Mount Airy, but I hear them no problem in our area.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want to touch on something that Nick had posted on uh, social media the other day. He went and dropped his son Ben off for summer camp yeah. at Camp Taqua, which you've heard Marissa and uh, Nick talk about for years probably. It's near and dear to their hearts. They've spent their – how how long is he going?
6: Uh Two full
1: weeks. Okay, um, that's not bad.
6: It's not bad. You, Last you year, went and was
1: a
3: counselor as well, right? You, no, no, no,
6: my brothers you, did. Oh, okay. So I went, uh, Marissa, went, when, she, when she was a kid, I went uh, for did you, three summers when I was a kid. Did you do like the six-week? No. Spend
1: most of the summer there thing? Some people do that at some camps.
6: Yeah, actually, Casey, there's a camp called Camp Tecumseh, which is on uh, Lake Winnipesaukee. Winnipesaukee. Yeah, my in,
5: buddies were... Uh, uh, counselors up there that okay. entire summer that is yeah my yeah. my dad
6: went to that camp when uh, he was a kid and that was eight weeks of of summer camp so you can do taqua for longer sessions um uh but ben is doing uh, two full weeks
1: i kind of now whenever i did summer camp it was for about a week tops it wasn't that long but i but i know people who have sent their kids for the summer right which seemed a bit much to me i, yeah, I how, would have hated that. that however as a parent you know you're gonna miss your child but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to do all those yeah things that tie up all your time.
2: My people are different and yeah. I would never do anything like this. No, so honestly right. if you
3: want that feeling all the time go to camp condoms. Camp condoms. <laughs> you never have so to worry real. about that. No, um, it, 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 it's it's a long it's a long run. I, I was never into the camp thing as a kid. Yeah. I could see though maybe like a week. Yeah, I was know. some
5: I just over uh, I heard overheard a conversation last week about this. Um and I listen. I don't want to sound racist or anything like that. But my wife, whenever someone a, starts, no, 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 oh.
4: well,
5: I don't think it does. But yes. uh, but I'm going to bring up Jewish people. Okay. Uh, oh, Jewish summer kids. Yeah. Jewish, Jewish summer They're yeah. legendary. Okay. Yes. You know, like and 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 like dentists, like and people who have like the means to send their children away entire summers. Yeah. Would would often do that i did and, a summer camp on wheels i was a counselor okay. for
6: that. that maybe that's what you were referencing well, there's, Steve. There's,
5: there's, so the old joke is where where
6: do uh,
3: indians send their kids camp goldberg yeah because and, of, and, it's always you know it's always well, i went ind- to
1: i went to a jewish summer camp it was a jewish day summer camp i told you in st louis there's a very very large jewish community and uh, and we were members of the JCCA, which is Jewish Community Center Association. So yeah. And the Cantoroy you know, is
3: legendary ex- for being great. Yeah, it's not exclusively Jewish. But, yeah, you know. okay. Yeah. But,
1: uh,
5: but, you know, the conversation, and it was, you know, uh, about how, um, like, these dentists and all this sort of stuff would are, you know, sending their kids for the entire summer. And I agree with you Kat. I, I couldn't do that. Like, I... I like hanging out with my kids, even though they're they're loud and annoying and, and obnoxious at times. <laughs> as am I. But uh, so your beef is with <laughs> dentists? <laughs> it's not dentist. yeah.
6: anti-dentite. <laughs> when I was
5: uh... hello
4: father, oh.
6: <laughs> all right, go ahead.
5: Here uh, I am at <laughs> Camp Granada. All
6: right. When I was a counselor, it was this thing called American Trails West, uh, Casey, and it was nothing but Jewish kids. It was uh, forty six, forty seven uh, kids. They were all from Long Island, <laughs> Philly, Boston area. And um, and not one of them was uh, Gentile. And it was all summer. It was it, That was about uh, seven weeks. But the thing I was going to say about uh, – and that was all over the American West, the Canadian West. It was one of the best summers I've ever had. Yeah. Um, the thing about Taqua in the two weeks was that when I picked up Ben, he went last summer as well. He did the shorter session last summer. And the first thing he said to me when I picked him up last year was, "Can I do two weeks next year?" Oh, so he loves it. He yeah. loves it. And so I dropped Fun. him off on on Sunday, and um, it was uh, my girlfriend and I drove down. It's this beautiful camp on Wharton, uh, outside of Wharton, Maryland. It's right on the eastern shore of the Chesapeake Bay. It's a really great place. And um, I I wanted to linger. I didn't want to say goodbye to him. <laughs> And i was like, so, and I'd been, I went there when I was a kid, and I wanted to get a tour. I could just tell. He's like, "All right, Dad, you, you can go now. You can go. It's now. T- time for you to leave, buddy." Uh, Beat it,
1: uh, old man. <laughs> Unless you you have an issue with a, another camper or two, it I can see why you'd want to do it longer. It's nothing but activities Fine. and fun. You know what I mean? That's activities. what. It, That's what it's about is, you know, all the swimming and and canoeing and and, uh, fires
5: and archery. Yeah, all that And your parents aren't there to to hassle you all the time. It's, uh,
6: you know, teenagers who are the counselors. um, They have rock walls. They have ropes courses. They have archery. They have tubing. They have water skiing. It's, It's a great place and uh and it's two full weeks. By the way, no phones allowed at all. So the kids are there for 2 weeks straight. I love it. The only way that they can uh, communicate with the parents is is this app and they can check in. And guess what? They never check in cuz they don't care. They don't miss you at all. You miss them. And so I'm like checking the app every day to see if he's going to check in and say hi. No, he's just having fun. He's having I'm, a great time.
3: I'm doing very well, father. <laughs> yeah. Everything is great here. Seriously, at camp. <laughs> we're having a
5: wonderful time. Uh how do you vet the um uh, counselors, because that—that's my only concern. The is, camp does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you know, this, the camp.
6: The camp's been there for seventy-five years, I think. So they, they know what they're doing. They it's all reputation. To, they know how to check people in and out. Yeah, I, you know, I went when I was a kid. I have a lot of friends that did. Obviously, Marissa went as well.
2: The only way I would go to a sleepaway camp is if I was going to find my twin sister that I was separated from, <laughs> like the Parent <laughs> that, Trap. That is, the, the, right, I is loved it? that movie. Uh, but uh, and you know, mainly why I—I I hate places like this. It's the sleeping part.
3: Let me let me ask. I don't you, want to
2: sleep in a cabin. I don't want to sleep
3: with other people around. Not even other people. What a joy like, you would be in the cabin.
2: But, but serious, Steve, if they had like a hotel camp,
1: then that'd be fine. I'd <laughs> be fine with hey, Marriott camp. Listen, yeah. the cabins yeah. that I stayed in. Fairmount camp. I went to 4-H camp for a couple of years, and and the uh, the the cabins that we stayed in weren't beat up, rustic. You know, the shells. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were decent.
3: You know. So is let me ask you: Is this a, is this a thing where do you? Uh, do you go routinely with a, a friend? Or- you can, yeah. Okay. So- I mean, because to me, it's. Um- it might be a little bit of an obstacle if you're going as a solo kid, I, but do they make it um, welcoming so that you make friends easily? What oh, if you're absolutely. you're sort of shy?
6: Or, yeah. But, but the, you said
2: that Ben was going, like, he knew some people that were already going to be there, right? He knew
6: kids from camp last year, and he knew kids from middle school. And the first year that I went, I was intimidated. I, I was a little homesick, and I had, I had a hard time with it, but it was made easier by the fact that my best friend from elementary school was there. So uh, uh,
3: Young Jason Voorhees. Yes, and uh, <laughs> he was he was off. <laughs> oh. He had he had some issues. You have no hair on your head and that one eye that points too south. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa wants to jump in.
8: Yeah, you had camp friends and you had school friends. Yep. So you had summer camp friends and like they might live a mile away but you only see them once a year at camp.
3: So you never so you never would like say with your your friends locally here would say okay, let's both sign up and go to the same camp. You would go and that was a whole different
6: cluster of friends.
8: Sometimes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I had some Nick does uh does Ben still write letters? Do they write letters? You can, yeah. And okay. so
6: um postcards, it's one of those things where uh, Marissa and you know this well, you if you're going to have any correspondence with the the camper or the camper's going to have any correspondence with you. It has to be done in the first couple of days because yeah. otherwise they won't receive it, yeah. and you you know it'll just sort of disappear into the
4: ether. Because
8: the best part of the day was mail call right before they would raise the flag yep. at dinner time, and you'd stand in line and they'd hand out mail. Whoever got it, and if they had a package, you're like, oh my god, is that for me? <laughs> Could
3: care you imagine packages? getting a dear John letter from your parents? <laughs> but you would get cookies. dear son, this isn't working out. <laughs> no, she's right. Care we've, packages we've are we've gold. met another child.
6: You would actually get care packages. Oh my of? god. Yeah, if you're there uh, for like a week, oh sure, yeah. I mean, because your parents miss you, so they send you stuff, or you know, and and playboys
5: and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
6: (laughs) My uh, my parents, Ben's grandparents, send him a care package. So he gets you know he gets correspondence from his grandparents, and it becomes gold. Because if you get, like, uh, candy or goodies cigarettes. in a care package, cigarettes, any- <laughs> reefer, anything you yeah. want. Yeah, nylons, chocolate bars, the whole yeah. thing. You know, the okay. stuff that helps you with the French hookers. Hammer to chisel out. Yeah. My
8: grandparents had sent, like, a box that was about three feet tall, full of cookies and candies. Um, and then it sat in our bunk for so long that it was filled with rats and dogs. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what exactly. cat. I'm about. I'm not going. How long you go for? Kathy's tapping out. I would usually go for one session and then have so much fun that my parents would uh, uh, see if there were any cancellations. And I would usually go for the month of July. I would end up going to a sessions. whole month.
1: Did you guys yeah. do any? Was there any health training like CPR and and learning some skills like that, first yep. aid and stuff? Because yeah. we did that. And you have to take
6: swim tests, yep. uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that um, you're competent in you know in the bay and in the pool. So yeah, th- there were um, life skills, uh, you know, skills like that that you would learn while you're in camp. Kama well, Sutra. The no. whole
2: not communicating with your kids while they're gone, no. I'm out on that, too. Yeah, There's so no th- way. But th-
6: Nick says this app makes it... Um... I'm
2: not talking to my kid through an app. <laughs> <laughs> Put well,
6: him on the just phone. Swipe, swipe right. I'll you tell got... you what, Kathy. It's, it's, I know exactly what you're saying. You miss them terribly, but it's good for them. They it they is. learn independence. They learn to be away from, from home for a couple of weeks. It helps them, believe it or not, later on in life if they're going to do travel away from from their parents or uh, you know, eventually to college and so when you learn how to be independent and away from your parents it's hard in both directions but it's certainly harder on the parents than it is on the kid but they learn how to be on their
1: own kathy's fear would be that uh everything my mom told me was a lie mm. i found out all the truth in the world there are no like, bugs in vending there's machines there's no <laughs> bugs
4: in the candy
3: there's no I found out there are
5: no bugs, (laughs) and sex
4: is fine.
5: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) God. What's going on (laughs) at that camp? (laughs) I was down the shore with my family, and my son was in another shore town, and I went and played miniature golf with the girls, and I missed... It was one night, and I'm like... I. I Did you my cry a little? Not, well, I was—I I was kind of bummed out. Yeah, like, sure, of course. Yeah, I was like, I, and
3: I, but, but want to play with them right now. To that yeah. point, though, I mean, it it does it does build up a little.
1: I don't have anybody to play with.
3: <laughs> it does build up a little autonomy and a sense of,
1: you know. Agreed. Agreed. Being it's, out on your own is a releasing, little bit. releasing that tether for a little while. Yeah. And just giving them a, a, a taste of, of independence. is it's I think it's important for growth.
8: Yeah. For Kathy and Casey, if you guys were able to get over the hump to go, you would have had so much fun because you plan your entire schedule. I would have
5: loved to have like, gone. Yeah. But as a parent, I don't want them to go. Gotcha. But, yeah. like,
8: you get to, like, pick arts and crafts or, like, horseback riding or archery or swimming or water skiing and all these things. Kathy, you could be an advanced water skiing and go on Ooh. day trips. Um, and they then, had leather,
1: make, leather yes. making and stuff. And then you
8: do like lip sync battles. So then next year you would bring a costume so you'd have the right costume for the lip sync battle and then you bring dance outfits. BDSM. It's, I mean, look, it, it looks We had to put fun. together
2: skits
1: so and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It
2: seems like it's a lot of fun, but I just... Yeah, I, I mean we've seen so many camp it. movies. Our yes. whole at least for me my entire
3: perception of camp has been uh, informed Meatballs. by the movies I've seen, yeah. Meatballs yeah. and all of them.
8: They're kind of accurate. Yeah, it's, it's just anarchy but like controlled.
6: Right. This pl- uh, Camp Taqua, has adult camp now, too. So you can go um, before the summer or after the summer and stay as an adult. And, uh, my, exp- my name is Kathy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a three-foot stack of cookies here. Well, that,
6: they know what their audience is. So
1: <laughs> Nick, do they have at uh, one of our summer camps, they would have an award each morning for at breakfast for the cleanest cabin. Or maybe they had oh, it yeah. at lunch. Yeah. And, uh, and so that would... That would you know uh, motivate you yeah. to, keep, to keep things tidy, some and kids. then and then they would yeah I know, yeah. and then they would they would give out awards, and and some of it was like um uh you know uh, credit at the, at the canteen or whatever you could go get candy and and whatever you may want. Winner again
3: is Kathy Romano. Yes, Kathy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> which is
6: bizarrely antiseptic. The uh, the camp <laughs> store, Preston. If you got any credit or. Yeah, if you won an award and you got a bonus to go to the camp store, yeah. that was, um, it was so unbelievably rewarding. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned off-air, there was something about facial recognition.
6: This was a new uh, concept for me. And so um, through this app, uh, you can upload a photo of your child, and then the camp itself is able to detect photos of your child while they're at camp, which is neat. It's also a little creepy and a little scary. And uh, what's the point?
3: Explain that a little bit more. So, so they're able to detect. I, photos of I, your I child? register
6: my son right for yeah. for the camp that he's uh, the. I'm sorry, the cabin that he's staying in, the village that he's staying in. It's all um, Native American names, right? right. So uh, the camp is called Camp Taqua, which is a, an Indian name. Uh, the villages are Algonquin and Iroquois. Probably can't get away with <laughs> all it. All right, yeah, <laughs> okay, old joke. Yeah, um, and so I uploaded uh, his information and. Um, When I did that, it asks you, do you want to upload a photo of your child? And I said yes, and I uh, posted a recent photo of him so that it would identify him in in his ID for the camp, right? And then after that, it says – that the prompt says, uh, would you like to enable facial recognition technology to see photos of your camper? And I said sure. So I clicked the yes button, and then the next thing is we have detected two photos of your camper uh, and this was on the, the, his first day there, and it was his registration photo and a, and a photo of him with his other fellow campers in his cabin. So when
3: yeah. he appears in any photographs, you would get those photographs sent to you, which is neat.
6: Yes, it's, I like that. It's I do too, but it's also a little weird. Like it's it, it's this technology, and the reason for me that it's a little weird is as a parent, I'm I'm cool to see my child. I'm just a little wary of other people being able to see that kind of thing, just a little bit. And
1: and, and then, but. In order to do that, they would first have to have a photo of your child and we have to go through the proper channels to totally. Well, that, my, my to point is that.
6: that there's just there's weirdos. I out understand, there, I understand that. I
3: think also though, on, on, for, for the purposes of locating your child, having
6: facial recognition uh, could be a big asset. I, I'm 95 percent
1: on board with it. There's Man. just the five percent of me that's like no, a
6: little weirded out. I by hear him. you. I,
1: I wish we would have had that. My son went to a uh, which, by the way, they have a they have gamer camps. You know, sure. Oh, yeah, yes, so they do. Son, yeah. A couple of years ago, we sent him to a gamer camp out in uh, Wisconsin, and it was a great experience for him. But Nick, I wish they would have had that facial recognition. Cause the thousands of photos that they posted that I had to go through yeah. to eventually find yeah. the dozen or so that had my son in it right. was an arduous process. Yeah. So I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I, I I'm, I'm all on board. I went to camp living room couch. Oh, and, uh,
3: yeah, that yeah. was really I, uh, it, I, I, I all sorts of activities, including watching The Price Is Right, right. Uh, <laughs> watching Hollywood Squares, is air uh, watching air conditioning, watching air conditioning, watching my mother's uh, lunch. Well, the best <laughs>
1: thing about that is it's pretty affordable it so, was very you know, affordable
3: yeah. and i would you know i corresponded with my parents i would uh, walk into the kitchen and talk to them
1: <laughs> hey hang on i want to go to this caller because uh, i didn't know this existed i'm going to go to ron hi ron you're on the air good morning
11: hey good morning gang how are you
1: good what's up buddy
11: uh you're just talking about summer camp and uh my uh stepdaughter she's she's been going this is her seventh year i believe okay and uh she's 16 now so she started going when she was about eight and a half nine years old and uh, when I came into the picture, uh, we took her to camp, and I said, wow, you're really going to camp here. And it was just a week session. She said, well, why? And I said, uh, this is the camps that are run by the YMCA, uh, and they're in Medford, New Jersey. And I said, give me here, Friday the 13th. <laughs> and she said, well, I've heard of it. I said, well, when you come back from camp. I said, oh, well, I'll explain more. <laughs> the one camp, which is the girls' camp, is where the two first Friday the Thirteenth were filmed.
3: Oh. That, that, that doubled for Camp Crystal Lake.
4: Yeah. Hmm.
11: This, yes, this this was where they used uh, they used the woods of the girls' camp mostly, and a couple of the cabins from the boys. So when she came back from camp that first time, I we watched the movie together, and she goes, "Oh my God, I recognize that cabin." No <laughs> that. I kidding. I and I said. Yeah, I said. Does anybody ever run through the woods with a chainsaw running?
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, the the uh, there was a, was uh Jason didn't use a chainsaw. He used a machete later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, well, he, he he pretty used pretty yeah, much yeah. everything. I remember yeah. the
1: arrow through uh, Kevin Bacon's throat. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it
3: was better. pretty cool. But, but that was actually the mom that pushed it through. That's true. Yeah. If you yeah, want to be I technical, not, yes, that's true. I,
11: I, I will tell you, it is a phenomenal experience. They do get over being homesick because they do make such great friends. She has friends from around the world that come to this camp. That's that pretty wild. Keeps, that, I love it. That she, yeah, that she keeps in touch with. She's, uh, and now she's in her last year. She's actually doing uh, uh, her counselor training this year. She's going to go back next year and be a counselor to the younger kids. She's
1: so, She's a CIT. A counselor in training, exactly. Pretty young train. Exactly. Yes. No, that's no, PYT. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Ron, thank yes. you for your call. Hang on. I'm going to get some other ones. I want to go to this one because this is where it's cool about summer camp. I'm going to go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank <gasps> you, man. Bill, you wanted to share a story about summer camp? Yes. Yeah, so
10: I went to this little camp down in Maryland called Camp Hassan. And my parents, same things. I don't know how the heck they figured it out, but they figured out how to make that screeching sound in the dirt as we left, as, as they left.
6: Yeah. <laughs> they I, actually I, had a peel out. I saw parents doing that on Sunday, Bill. <laughs>
10: <laughs>
3: in loose dirt, they managed to screech the tire. All right, so see you later. Bye.
4: <laughs>
10: <laughs> but, but I wound up making a friend down there that I hadn't talked to in at least 40 years. Wow. And out of nowhere, he just he, he messaged me on on Facebook saying, "Bill, I can't believe I found you. It's so much fun. Your short sheeting skills were amazing, and I've done them to my kids. I used to short sheet all the beds of the." kids. I thought you were eating. saying
3: shorts eating, and I'm like, "Wow, what the hell went on in that uh, yeah,
10: <laughs> Remember when you ate
3: my shorts? Short sheeting Okay, yeah, yeah, What is that?
10: We would make we would make the beds, or the, we all had to make our beds, and we, I would fold the sheets in a certain way that when you get in them your legs would get caught up because you couldn't get to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 we would sit back and watch everybody trying to get in bed, and we great. laughed and laughed. And, th- and then he found me 40 years later saying that he's doing it to his own kids. That's, that's pretty awesome. So, I, I,
3: listen, I, I am sort of jealous of the fact that these relationships were forged and that it appears that I, I know, so far no one has said that they've had a bad time or had bad memories from camp.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, Jason they're, Boards, they're out there. Yeah, they, I'm they, sure. Yeah. I would imagine they're out there, but... Um yeah for the most part it's it's just a fun cool bonding experience i wish i would have done it more uh when i was a kid but i'm i'm glad the, the times that we did do it it was it was a lot of fun and, and i i was i would be curious how the like a month long stay at camp would be yeah.
6: so usually for the month long stays, um, uh, or often I should say, uh, parents will come down in between sessions. You know, so they'll get yes. some time with the kids, and then yeah. you can come down and, and hang out for a little bit. I this think- week, um, uh, tomorrow obviously is the Fourth of July. They have fireworks display over the bay, over the Chesapeake Bay, wow. so all the kids get to go out and watch that. And uh, yeah, it's it's an incredible place.
2: I like to try it for like a long weekend to see if I could get well, through you, it. You, do you that. can.
6: That's, that's what I was talking about. The, the adult sessions that they have before and after the summer, they have um, three and four day but sessions. But you actually
2: do like all the activities and all that It's kind of camp. Stuff? It's oh, camp guys. for adults. Uh, it's Camp
1: Aqua. It will liquor be made available? Yes. Ah! Yeah.
4: Oh, I'm, I'm in for camp. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude. <Good>. Camp Jaeger. <laughs> I may have to do that. Yeah. I think Rochelle and I could go do that. Hey, I think that would be a lot of fun.
3: What was the organization you were in with the uh the the you were like little Indians. Um oh, the Indian guides. The Indian guides. Yeah. You shot fl- I remember you talked about shooting flaming flame arrow. arrows yeah. and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. That's cool. My my name was uh what was my name? Uh War Eagle. <laughs> oh, and my that, dad was War Cloud. You
3: shall be Kenneth Knight, <laughs>
6: <laughs> what? Uh,
1: you know, yeah, the Indian guy. You
6: know, it's funny, Preston. When I went there uh, to talk with, in the late '80s, they had riflery as one of the activities. They don't have that anymore. Yeah, uh, they had
1: that at 4-H Club. Did they? Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, just the 22s. 22, yeah. and it was, I, I
6: was a pretty good shot. But yeah. they they took that away, which probably the
5: AR-15s now, right? <laughs> probably. Isn't that warning last night? By the way, the weather warning because it was in the Chesapeake. No. Uh, oh, geez. All right. I was watching that uh, Dak Shepard game show, and a warning came across, and it was weird because it was like chesapeake virginia huh. and all that sort of stuff delmarva uh, uh yeah the delmarva peninsula
1: I, I i don't know i was
5: wondering why this we is were... a
3: warning for casey boy to please call
5: nick <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't even think about it
1: hang on what it, craig's been on hold for about 20 minutes oh. so i want to go to him hi craig you're on the air good morning hey craig you there Cha-cha-cha. hi craig? Chasing him. well i hate this because he was on hold for like 20 minutes so Sorry, dude, can't hear you. going to let you go. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Here you go. Here's the story. I'm going to go to Rob. Hey, Rob, you're on the air, bud. Hey, how you doing, Preston? Good. Up. What's up, man?
10: Not much. Um, when I was about 12, I'm 50 now, uh, my parents sent me to Camp William Penn um, up in PA, and I had a great time, you know, but in the middle of the week, you know, we all had our old cabins, and every cabin had their own counselor. And it was about halfway through the week. The state troopers came one day and arrested (laughs) one of the counselors, and took him him out on cuffs. And we're like, "What the hell's going on?" And we didn't find out until we we got home. My parents were telling me that he was messing with the kids. That is the reason my kids
2: will will never go to camp.
10: Well, that was. I'm sorry, Kathy, but you know,
1: forty years ago, ago. it
2: still happens today.
1: Yeah, I would imagine they're a little bit more. There's a lot well, more stringent. Like, you play? would hope.
10: On? You know, I'm 12 years old, and I'm like, well, my parents found out because they had to tell all the parents. Le- that can luckily yeah.
1: that wasn't what well, happened. I didn't want to end, end on that call. That, yeah. It just says police came to camp on my screen here. Uh, didn't say, oh, yeah, yeah, him, yeah, molester.
3: yeah, they were messing <laughs> with the kids, something awful. Uh, but, oh, Kathy, man. you can send your kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Marissa.
8: Nick, on a positive note, is that bar still around the corner from Taqua There was, like, one bar yeah. that all the counselors would go to on their nights off.
6: Well, I was thinking about that, Marissa, because, the, you know, the kids, the counselors are also kids. You know, they're late yeah. teens, early 20s. Are they getting it on all the time, like in the movies? I, they
4: have to, they have to yeah, make- yeah, right? I and so. and yeah. I didn't think
6: about it as much when I was in fifth and sixth grade when I was going there. But, like, I, I was I, I looking at these young men and women, and I'm like, they're in proximity with very little adult supervision. Right. What is going on at night at this camp? And it's got to be getting together. Yeah. The
1: one time at band camp kind of a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, I'm sure he's having a great time. I'm sure he is, too. Uh, which is uh, really cool. To- and, I- and I like that you're continuing that tradition. Yeah. Did
6: your parents? My parents didn't know. My dad went to Tecumseh. But what both brothers? My bro- my- both my brothers went to Tatakwa. And uh, I'll keep sending Ben for as long as he wants to go. That's cool. And when I pick him up next week, um, he's going to be filthy and happy. Yeah. My dad <laughs> went to uh, World War II. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's a different kind of camp.
1: A little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we need to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back in a moment. Caitlin Olson is yes. going to be on the show. She's talking about a chance for you to be on the set of It's Always Sunny and have some drinks with the gang. We'll get the details on that in a little bit. And don't forget, we have a secret text word. Today, we have your chance to win tickets to see Sublime with Rome. Yeah. Tuesday, July 9th at the uh, Skyline Stage at the Man. So text word secret 39333. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: The, President's President's Dean Dean podcast, the President Steve Show podcast 933 WMMR. Everything that
1: rocks. Our next guest is one of the funniest persons on television, period. Uh, it's all there is to it. And she's a lot of fun in person and a really cool uh, individual as well. And. She and her crew have an, uh, an opportunity for you to be on set for their show, be a part of the show, hang out, have a cocktail. Of course, it's associated with a charity. They're a- very charitable people. Absolutely. And we'll get the details, ladies and gentlemen, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and many other things, of course, Caitlin Olsen. Good morning, Caitlin.
9: Good morning. Oh, my How are God. You? you
1: are so perky for this. Are you are you on the West Coast and you're this perky?
9: I, I know. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wake up perky, you guys. Yeah,
3: that's a good way to be. We we have no option. We're obligated by contract to be perky. Yeah. But uh, you're just doing it because it's a genuine way that you're feeling, and we appreciate this
4: that. This is forced. Hey. This is all forced. It's, it's so- all <laughs>
1: fake. <laughs> Caitlin, we've gotten – listen, we've gotten feedback from people who have – you know, at the, at the Cora golf outing that you guys are always a part of – uh, that have, have bid on and, and won these trips to come and visit the show and the feedback we get from <sighs> these guys is just, it's so over the top how wonderful you treat everybody that comes out to visit and here you are doing it again for another great cause. This has got to be fun when these people come in and they're big fans and you know that and you know they've helped out with a charity, right?
9: Of course, we love it. It's so much fun. We, you know, we've been hanging out with each other for 14 years. We need to freshen it up a little bit. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Just to add a new element. Yeah. But this right. Omaze concept, which was, um, I guess, I don't know how long it's been around, maybe 10 years or, uh, the, the, you know, it, it sort of equals the playing field for people who want to be charitable, may not have a, a tremendous amount of resource to participate in, and they get something that's very experiential. And so explain who the, the, the charity that will be the beneficiary of this particular. Uh, offer.
9: Yeah, so this is um, a camp called the Hole in the Wall Gang, and it is a really amazing. Um, it's like a, a, a camp for kids who have really serious illnesses, and their siblings and their families, and it allows them to go and have just like a normal kid camp experience. And they're you know highly trained nurses and doctors and counselors that are all in just like camp clothes, and just lets these kids feel normal and it's really beautiful and wonderful and charlie and mary elizabeth visited in connecticut they were there last year and just came back talking about how amazing it was and we just all wanted to help out and didn't really know what to do so we just thought um this would be a good opportunity to um raise some money for this really special cause well
3: I, i saw a feature on this um hole in the wall uh camp and it's it's really amazing because all the 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 trappings of something that would suggest um uh, hospital or sickness or that that's all that's all you know kind of um uh hidden or in other words yeah. they can feel as normal and as vital and as happy as they can possibly be in and then just enjoy the camp for what it is it's just an amazing facility
9: it's really it's really wonderful because you know a lot of these kids spend a big chunk of their lives in the hospital and it, they take that hospital uh, the, the safety of it, but remove all of the hospital elements. Right. And let them have like a fun summer camp. It's so, it's so awesome. It's such a good cause. Um, you can feel good about donating and you don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be, we, every time we ask people <laughs> to, to donate their money or their time, everyone's like, Oh yeah, but I don't have much, but it's fine. It have to just like every little, every little bit counts always, yeah. you know.
1: Uh, Caitlin, we just had an extended uh, summer camp conversation because Nick just dropped his, Sun-off at sleep camp for a little bit. Did you ever do that when you were
9: younger? Yeah, I Hated every uh, single what? Single <laughs> second of it. I
3: hated it. Oh no! Uh, see, I, I side with you. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. No, no,
9: that's that... <laughs> it's too bad. The weird kid who literally just wanted to be with my parents at all times. So I might be an exception. Oh you no! You grew you're...
6: up to be such a failure too. So obviously, it was a huge mistake. No,
2: you're not the weird kid because that was my stance on it. I hate. I, I never went, and I would oh. never go, and never send my kid.
3: Well, that would include no. include me in that too because. I was totally cool hanging out with my with my parents, and besides, Caitlin, I wanted to watch The Price Is Right during the day, so. Uh...
9: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're either a really good parent or a really bad one.
3: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what the story was, but but uh, no, this is this is a great uh, it, this is a great opportunity to do this, and 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 what you get is this experiential thing. And, and talking about the donation, ten bucks gets you a shot at winning this. Now, what I didn't realize is that you can go take it all the way up to five thousand. Says here, which gets you fifty thousand entries. Is that right? Yep. Wow. Yeah.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's a uh, it's a highly competitive market, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a competitive market with a good cause. So you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah and, be, and being and Steve and I can speak uh, with experience, and actually all of us can of being on set and how much fun that actually is, and and I know it's, it's work so for you guys, and it's it's standard procedure, but uh, as as Regular citizens, we get a kick out of seeing you guys work. <laughs> oh, yeah, you
3: don't feel like, uh, you know, you're just in the way and so on and so forth. There's, yeah. there's, there's a great um, a communal sense, and that's really nice.
9: Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, really, the fact that we've been doing this for so long, mainly the original crew, we're just like, you know, this... It's kind of a big, fun family, and we we shoot really quickly, so we have lots of time to hang out and talk. And the cool thing is, they're flying, they're flying you out, yeah, putting you up in yeah. a hotel. That's and, awesome. And the whole thing is, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really fun. Caitlin, what's
6: your perspective on Sunny at this point? Because it has been going for so long. It, it's you know the longest running sitcom in I think television history now. And uh, but you guys really are, and I'm not saying this just to kiss your ass, but you guys are the same people that you were just a little older and wiser um is it lost on you what this show has become or is it are you able to maintain perspective on it
9: no it's so it's so special especially since we took last year off or two years ago off two seasons ago off coming back again was it really just feels like coming home and like i said not just the cast but also the crew we're just we show up and we're surrounded by people who we've We've all grown up together, Um, and, uh, you know, especially when you go off and you do other things, you realize how special this show and this set is. I mean, everyone is – we obviously have our good and bad days, but it's just – it's everyone's so excited to be a part of a part of it. It genuinely is a show that makes me laugh. I mean, as an audience member, I still <laughs> love
3: it, it. So yeah, it never it never fails to do that. But I have to ask you because every time you're you're on the show, a lot of the 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 legion of fans who are fans of the Mick will contact me and and, and contact us <laughs> and uh, you know we were sort of left with a cliffhanger at the end of the Mick uh, <laughs> and and there are all sorts of fan theories I'm sure you're aware of this correct oh
9: yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Will res- <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so will they ever be what happens to Sabrina exactly
3: so will will that ever be resolved or will it, it, you know because it was such a talented cast such a great show that I think just got incredibly uh, mistreated um, you know in its uh, in its uh, placing but uh, it, will that ever be resolved, or is it just one for the ages?
9: Well, this is what happens when you try and do a show on network
3: television. I already learned my lesson. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I'll I never hear do you.
9: that again. Yeah. Um, uh, no, you know what? Thank you. It was so much fun to do. That cast was amazing. Um, my whole team was really awesome. I will tell you. I mean, hot breaking news only on the Preston C. Show. Wow. Um, we were going to have Sabrina come back and be. Um, in a wheelchair and uh, sort of be like pushed in the corner with the grandfather and like move her around all the time and then she would slowly begin to speak but would, she would have that thing where she comes out of a coma with um, an accent. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
11: that'd be great. Uh, uh, that'd be great. Uh,
9: so that, I mean, that, that's where we were going with it. I don't know if we fully hashed it out but...
3: Oh, um... uh, no, that's all. Well, it, well, yeah, well, any of the... Obviously, there's there's there has been crossover. Any of those people, uh, any of the a talented cast might end up on any Sunny episodes. I'm sure... Or um, you know there might be an opportunity here and there, or, or maybe uh, who knows, maybe a crossover. Regardless, whatever you do, it's going to be great. But uh, it's it's funny how these things become so. You know, you get tied into this this thing, and then and then you're you're you know, by the fates, you're sort of left high and dry. But I guess that's just part of the industry you work in.
9: Guys, just you know, look, don't yeah. work for Fox. That's
3: the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> that's the lesson. That's the takeaway,
6: Caitlin. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of crossovers, uh, Rob posted something on Twitter the other day and on Instagram about a shooting outside of Dunder Mifflin. Um, and it's now, I guess, going to be a, a set piece for Patties. And then Steve <laughs> Carell tweeted at Rob, which is unbelievable, um, about it doing It's Always Sunny in Scranton. I know that it's a pipe dream. But would there ever <laughs> be a possibility of a crossover between cast members of The Office and cast members from Sunny?
9: Uh I- I would have any of them. I mean, I'm not a producer on this show, so I'm the wrong person to ask. Right. But I'm sure we would all be very excited to have any one of them. That's, like, one of our favorite shows. And we actually are friends with a couple of those people. So, yeah, I mean, sure. Yes.
5: <laughs> yes
4: is yes, yes. the answer.
5: I, uh, <laughs> I wanted to bring this up because I was watching the Women's World Cup yesterday. And speaking of cross service, you have had Philadelphia athletes on your show uh, on a few different occasions, and I, I noticed, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I think you look a lot like, or I should say Julie, Julie Ertz looks a lot like you. And oh,
9: I like how you rephrased it a little bit. That's ridiculous
5: right now. <laughs> but uh, she's That's also amazing. she's married to a Philadelphia Eagle. I don't know if there's any way to throw that into a plot line of, uh, of your show. You're and,
9: a genius. I am, go.
5: but uh, I know that you guys would never take so – you guys
1: like to keep your uh, – <laughs> you, <your, laughs>
5: all, yeah, all of your content. Yes. Yeah,
3: You've been angling ideas for a while. <laughs> yeah. Casey
1: has so many script ideas. Caitlin It's ridiculous, and he just <laughs> well, desperately – I can't
9: have a more attractive couple come on the show. Yeah, uh, so that's true. I, might, I have to take that into consideration, but um, I'll bring it up with the boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, listen, we want to point people in the direction of this Omaze promotion. It's very, very cool chance for you to be on the set, be a background extra in an episode. And like uh, Caitlin said, they put you up in an awesome hotel. They fly you out there. Great. You get to have a drink on set. And uh, all you have to do is uh, just donate. And it's simple. You can start as low as $10 or go up to five grand if you want. And uh, it's for this really cool camp, the Hole in the Wall uh, gang camp. Um, I know you guys were in town not too long ago for uh, Chase's... Uh, retirement, and I saw the picture with uh, Charlie Manuel. That had to have been a fun night.
9: It was so much fun. I I, I was so excited for both of them. I think they were both really nervous. <laughs> it was so it was so much fun to watch, and like just the f- you guys are just amazing out there. The fact that the, their theme music even just began uh, mm-hmm. be, began begun began
3: yeah, yeah began. began yes
9: began 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 um, <laughs> Uh, as soon as it began, um, just everyone went crazy and they were so excited. And I don't know, it's just such a I, we love coming back to Philly. It's well, so... It,
3: it's so owned by this, you know, this yeah. this town. Obviously, it doesn't hurt to have name recognition, but uh, <laughs> it means so much to everyone here because right from the beginning, you know, it, it's been embraced. So obviously, it's it's a phenomenon on its own. But as you observe, it's extra an extra bit of love here
1: when you come to town. So yeah, yeah
9: it's best. We we
1: love coming back there. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to see you next time. But uh, listen, good luck with everything. You guys are just still knocking out of the park and it's so awesome. And and we're all very proud of you. If that's not too condescending sounding, thank
9: you. not at all. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how are you? Awesome. <laughs> no camps ever. No camps
6: ever. And the Cora, we must remember the Cora golf oh, yeah. outing coming up. Yeah, Yeah. the Cora golf outing. Uh, I know, I don't okay. think any of you guys are going to be able to make it this year, unfortunately, but um, it's right around the corner. And uh, as you well know, Caitlin, it's an incredible cause and a great organization. You've got a great host this year. Yeah, Me. Steve's yeah. hosting. <laughs> Steve Morrison is your host
9: this <laughs> year. I'm very excited. No, it is really wonderful. We're sad we can't be there. We're shooting this year in the summer because Rob screwed everything up with his other show <laughs> schedule. So, all right.
3: Well, we'll we'll hold down the fort for it. It's a great cause as well. So, all right. Thank
9: you.
1: Thanks, Caitlin. Great to talk to you.
9: you. Caitlin Olsen, everyone. Oh, She's
1: amazing. Hey. Take care. She is amazing. She's uh, so damn funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and. Those guys, hanging out with them, listen, yes, privilege. We had a chance to hang out with the always sunny crew, but they asked us, we didn't push. They are, they're just a lot of fun to hang out with. Casey and I played an entire round of golf. Just me, Casey, and Charlie Day. I couldn't believe we were, do- or I'm sorry, we, we had, um, uh, um, yeah, Ken, nah, Ken was along with us, uh, but, uh, I couldn't believe that we'd gotten that much time hanging out with him, and Charlie was just, dude. Regular he dude. And he's brilliant. Yeah. He's absolutely brilliant in acting and writing and all that. And stuff. a pretty good golfer, too. He's a really good golfer. Mm-hmm. I was I was very impressed.
2: And that same day, I drove around in a golf cart all day with Caitlin and Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's when Caitlin and I really bonded. We talked about a lot of things. Uh, and Danny is just Danny, but oh I mean, God. it was it was so much fun. He can do
1: whatever he wants to do. I mean,
2: at one point, he, I think we, we have pictures of it, but he was like caressing my hair and fixing my hair <laughs> yeah. for (laughs) because we were in the golf cart. So it was like flying all over the place. So when we would stop, he would make sure that my hair looked okay.
1: Yeah, uh, I love that crew. They love that. They love this area. They absolutely love it. So,
3: may I uh, mention something quickly? Yeah, please her? do. This pertains to the Betsy Ross House because it's all patriotic times that we're living in here. In Fourth of July tomorrow, uh, this Friday starts this uh, movie uh, event that they do right outside of the Betsy Ross House in this little plaza. They show uh, movies on the side of the house, and it's become this thing. And it's uh, mostly like uh, corny, hokey movies and horror movies and sci-fi movies, and they asked me to put together a list for movies that they're running for this year's festival. And so I picked a whole bunch, including It, the Terror from Beyond Space, The Deadly Mantis, Robot Monster, The Horror Party Beach, and this Friday starts it up with War of the Colossal Beast, which we all know. Is a, a sequel to the Amazing Colossal Man, yeah. uh, of course. Uh, and uh, so, uh, <laughs> five dollars is all you need to do to get in. Pay to, to get into the area. There, it's a BYOB. You can bring your snacks or whatever. The sound system is really good. It's a lot of fun. It's just a really chill, cool event. It's right there next to the Betsy Ross House, and uh, that's starting up this Friday.
1: That's awesome. I, yeah. I love that. There's. Uh, I was in the city yesterday. We did uh, Casey and I did Wawa Hoagie Day. And uh, they have the Welcome America, you know, the stage is all set up at the um, uh, the art museum. And and the city just felt like it was popping yesterday. This is our time. I saw saw a dude walking by, had this gigantic... Red, white, and blue fake beard on. And it was hilarious. And he walked right by the Swedish guys that are with us and they, they just thought it was a scream. They yep. thought it was an absolute riot. Man, it was we, we did yesterday out on the on the mall, it oh. was freaking hot, dude. It was it was just humid and gnarly, but everybody was in line for that hoagie. It was great. It's, 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 it's funny because towards the end of the
3: day, it, when it's a steamy day, it, you know, you start to get that tired headache oh. and you start to get agitated. And I, I always have to like correct myself and like, Calm down, relax. Yeah, you know, step into AC for a little bit because it'll 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 take
5: o- take you over before you know it. Steve, I have to like mentally prepare myself to like be hot, like yeah, that. no, I hear and, you and sweat and all that sort of stuff. It'll, like it'll at just the, wipe you the f out. At the fish concert on Saturday night, like I had, you know, I started to sweat and I was starting to bug out a little bit, and then I said, you know what, all right, go just with it. just just go with it, you know, and just everyone earn it else and, is sweating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By I'm the way, start, press, I'm, I'm
1: sorry, I'm starting to learn to like over hydrate a little bit ahead of time yeah. yeah and i think that that helps out a little what yeah. were you going to say Casey? no
5: when, when i got back into my car yesterday i think the heat in the car there was a dead fly just <laughs> sitting on my like armrest <laughs> you think the heat killed i it? think the heat killed the fly it's yes. not impossible, well, I think it was too hot, so a now a car. car will get up to what well, they when
3: they talk about not obviously leaving your animals in the car when you uh, on a hot day oh uh, uh they you know they it goes up to like 120,
5: 130 degrees yep. speaking comes of an oven, speaking of which uh a friend of mine has a Tesla, yeah, and when they park their car, they can put it in dog mode, yes, okay, yeah because it's an electric car, they can keep the air on, and what will happen is up on the screen. It will it will be a message to anybody that like is worried about the right. dog that's inside, and I'll say you know don't worry that the uh, cabin is is cooled off for the dog, so you don't have to you know well, break good. the window to
1: right. to save the dog's life or anything like that. Well, that would need they would need to put that around like every inch of the car. so you can, can see it, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, somebody's going to be picking <laughs> up a rock and shattering the window. And right. what, by the
3: way, what if that comes on when mm. you're just like you go in and your girlfriend's sitting in the car? Well, so <laughs> cabin <laughs> is cooled for
5: dog. <laughs> well. My buddy did that while his wife was in the car, and he, you know, (laughs) she she didn't get that big of a kick out of it. But (laughs) if if anybody happens to see a dog that's sitting in a Tesla in a parking lot somewhere. Look at the giant monitor in uh in the dashboard first uh, before you decide to break the window. Yeah,
1: yeah, most definitely. Well, uh well speaking of uh summer and all the uh the festivities and and activities that'll be going on this Friday. Summer activities. Actually mm-hmm. tomorrow on the 4th. Tomorrow activities. Uh the American Academy of Ophthalmology says the number of eye injuries caused by fireworks uh doubled from 2016 to 2017. So that's that's pretty substantial. It went from 700 to 1,200. Uh, those injuries included ruptured eyeballs <laughs> and damaged corneas and retinas. Uh, so one of the doctors with the organization says an average of 800 people today will go to the emergency room with fireworks-related injuries during the two weeks before and after July 4th. I think
3: a lot of this has to do with the Ray Bands, where you can put the bottle rockets in the side, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right? Do you think so, Preston? Yeah. Oh, you how awesome would that be? Them.
1: You actually have where the, where the side bands on your, right. the arms you on, your, the sticks in. on your glasses are little tubes that you can yeah. put was a great bottle idea. rockets in. No. Just that way, Steve, you just look at them. Just look yeah. at them. And yeah. you're aiming right at them. Where do you want them to go? That's brilliant. <laughs> oh my god did i just invent something do you think Um, this has
5: anything to do with uh, just the the fireworks being more readily available to the general public
3: i they are Uh... uh, on a basic general level i think there's something to be said for that because there was the we talked about this uh, a few days ago the only way to get them was by you know
1: going south of the border i can't i can't speak to that because i grew up Everywhere I lived, yes, have at it. <laughs> not yeah. around here. In Missouri and South Carolina, yeah. you just and – then, and then I moved here, and I was like, huh? So – but I understand yeah. why. But, but I think he might maybe. be onto
3: something because now, now we talked about the fact that you have to go to brick-and-mortar places. The tents are not uh, legal anymore in PA, but you can get them, and you can get stuff that's fairly substantial, you know,
1: uh, stuff that can certainly blow your eyes. So here are your safety uh, tips. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, keep a safe distance from fireworks. Okay, oh, okay. All, right. all
2: right. Let Man. me Here hold we on. Yeah, Wait, write let this me down. Write them down. Just
3: yeah. in, in, case you <laughs> in case you get confused. What about sparklers? Don't sparkles? put M eighties in your mouth.
1: Don't pick up duds and misfires. Yeah, I've seen people do. As a kid, I my my neighbor was a moron <laughs> and, <laughs> and would just go no. Uh, Supervise children closely, and it says to wear protective eyewear. Okay. I can't say I've ever seen anyone wearing protective eyewear while shooting fireworks off.
5: Well, those Ray-Bans are kind of protective. Yeah, the ones with the bottle <laughs> rocket. Yeah, the- <laughs> those are safe.
1: Uh, the experts say the safest way to watch fireworks is to watch a professional show. On TV, I think, would probably be the safest. That'd be even yeah. safer, yeah.
6: I got a text uh, a day or two ago when we uh, were talking about fireworks, and one that I don't think we mentioned on the air, but that was uh, supposed to be phenomenal. I've never seen it as Longwood. Along uh, with gardens. Thing. Oh, I've yeah. heard about that. And, and so the the my friend uh, sent me pictures of them setting it up. It looks like um you know the New York one or the Philly yeah. one. Like it's it's a major display. I love. Do Longwood they
1: gardens. do they do them outside of uh, Fourth of July? I don't fireworks? know.
6: I, I I don't know when okay. the timing on on it is, but apparently um it's it's a phenomenal display. Okay. I'd love to get down and see it at some point. Yeah,
1: my daughter loves going. There. It's I have so I haven't been in years. My wife is one who keeps it, it happens to be at, on a time when I can never go. We've got something going on, but. Uh, ever since they started the fountain show and all this stuff, yeah. I haven't seen any of that. It's gotta, great, yeah. and,
6: and they take the time to restore those things, and it takes a long time, but but they do it back to the you know to its heyday at the turn of the century. It's it's really impressive stuff. Nice. All
1: right, so be safe. Don't blow up your eyeballs, right? Yeah, yeah it. it'll really ruin the uh, the whole deal. Blowing off we appendages. Have, uh, we have a public service announcement. Yeah, in fact, I think we're required to play it. Um, all right, just
5: because we're uh, you know major broadcast outlet. All right, uh, <laughs> is this ready to go? Yep. All right, here we go. Hello, this is Joseph Magrucci of the famous Magrucci fireworks family.
3: This year, as you celebrate the 4th of July, do the smart thing and leave the fireworks to the professionals like me. Remember, even though they're pretty, fireworks are explosives and can go off without...
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that shouldn't have happened. Let me pull my pull myself up on this box over here. Oh God! Oh boy! Oh, help! Help me! I got a, I got a box of sparklers wedged in my ass.
1: There you go. So <sighs> you gotta be careful. You help. want to use <laughs> caution when you're shooting off your home fireworks display this I week. Need to thank matt cord for saving that piece of audio
5: oh is it about to be cast into the uh it, it dustbin di- of history it disappeared and then he had the cart oh really uh, he had the cart uh, for those of you listening, that's why it sounds so clear it is a it is an eight track and he yeah. had an eight track of that
1: yeah it's a it's, uh, little looped tapes that that used to be used in in radio but is uh, an obsolete wow. uh technology now
2: so when did you do that
1: years ago. I mean, so, 2030.
5: <laughs> oh yeah, it was gosh. over 20 years ago. She
1: was done. It was before uh we were you were on the show. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, it had oh to my be. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it has a message. It does well. have a yes, message it we do does it. I was 9
3: and <laughs> I did this. No.
1: Uh so I tell you what, we are to No, wait, you know what? what? I want to play this clip. Okay. Right here. I've not heard this yet. What, this one? Hey, yo. <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> Do that anyway. No, that's I've a special 4th of July message from hey, Rocky.
1: Yo. Rocky. Rocky does a yeah, 4th of July right. message. Yeah. 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 I had no
3: idea. Ladies and gentlemen, I to wish everybody a safe 4th of July, and don't put Roman candles in your butthole.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a safety message. <laughs>
6: Thanks, Rock
4: You
3: know, to some people that might be obvious He wanted to record it He was very concerned (laughs) I want to do something positive for society (laughs) Oh, wow Okay (laughs) It's Rocky But his back is to the camera He's saluting the wrong way (laughs) Turn around, Rock, turn around Sorry (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I know you will probably be using Roman candles on the Fourth of July, but do not put them in your butthole.
1: <laughs> they
3: will blow up your anus.
1: Thank you. Chuck was telling me he was shooting <laughs> off uh, Roman candles the other day. Remember the ones he bought out of some guy's trunk? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That he just happened to <laughs> ask. Yeah. Uh, he said, and, and and I quote, yeah, uh, back of a guy's back of a guy's trunk Roman candles. Awesome. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of he course. said they're badass. He said, number one, it makes a loud noise. Because normally when you shoot a rom- Roman candle specifically, yeah, it's just like, psh, psh, psh. <player noise> like that. That's the noise it makes. He's like, it's boom. And <laughs> then it's got a, really? a report, a banging explosion afterwards. Because really? years ago, the ones we used to get used to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's not much talk. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But his, his uh, wow. make noise, and they have what's called a report yes. at the end.
5: I'm actually not afraid of Roman candles. Normally, everything else, I'm afraid of everything else. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yes, uh, thank That's you. That's going to go in the case that. of Dear
3: <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I am actually not afraid of Roman candles.
4: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that was it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> lady
5: fingers bang snaps I'm okay with too i don't even like sparklers. what about whistling Jupiters? They make a very loud noise um how short is the fuse i i that's, that's the yes, thing.
3: uh standard okay. almost like
5: uh m eighty length yeah I've actually made fuses longer with like toilet paper
1: and well, that's got to yeah, work well yeah, I know <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> yeah, I know Bruce. you'll take toilet paper and then you'll you'll kind of tie it onto the under uh, the uh, the uh, the fuse I have made like it like that three feet long. <laughs> It won't burn all the way down, will it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure okay. It will, huh? okay. All right, I didn't know that. You go out to lunch, come back, and then it goes <laughs> off. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's all right. All right, all right geez, so, it's a fear you have. That yep. and sharks, we'll add that to the list. Yep. It's all good. Um, so, anyhow, uh, what Casey is not afraid of is gas because the latest Preston and Steve Daily Rush video is called Casey Smells His Own Farce. Now, in <laughs> Casey's defense, I think we all, except we all so, for Kathy, admitted yeah. to the fact that our own gas smells She likes wonderful. other people's farts. <laughs>
4: <shorts>. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Casey oh, Moore. Do that oh. again. Mm, oh, oh. Uh, mm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to... mm, oh. Oh.
1: Wait, there was a there was a a, a a South Park clip that was like that. It was a fart. And it go, oh, ah. <laughs> did we have that? Yeah, we, you had had it. we lost that. it.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Anyhow, uh, it says we also discovered that Preston smells like onions and mustard. Now, uh, to defend that, that was my armpit odor. Not yeah, that my, was a different odor. Gas.
3: But maybe that's um, and kids elaborated sm- on smell it.
1: like hoagies and Doritos. So, anyhow. Find out about all the mystery. You can watch the uh, pre- the uh, Daily Rush video at prescientist. Sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. We're taking a break. We're com- oh, we never did play that. Clip. No, what is play did. the clip? Don't yeah. take the break. I play guess. the yeah, clip. Is it, it Rocky? On. No. Oh. Oh. It's Homer Simpson. Oh. oh.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> play it. It's funny. Uh, oh it's God. it's Homer attempting to buy illegal fireworks, much the way that Chuck did. Okay. Oh, oh yes. And do you I have remember? that clip? Yes, okay. Yes, right. we do. Is it ready?
1: Yes. Can I push it? Yeah.
7: Okay. Oh, i bet this place sells illegal fireworks. Just go in and act casual like you buy them all the time. Hi, um, let me have one of those porno magazines. <laughs> large box of condoms, a bottle of old Harper, a couple of those panty shields, then some illegal fireworks, and one of those disposable
1: enemas. Uh,
7: no, make it
1: two. My apologies, sir, but the sale of fireworks is prohibited in this state and is punishable by a... Follow me. <laughs> 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 Any red-blooded flag-feeding American would love the M320. Celebrate the independence of your nation by blowing up a small part of it. There you go. I love it. All right. Now we're going to take it. There we go. And when we return, I'll have some Bizarre File stories for you, so stay close. We'll be right back.
0: Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What's going
4: on?
1: Friday from 530 to 730, Brent Porch hosts Friday Night Live at Dilworth Park. Enjoy live music from Soraya, FN Vodka Cocktails, and Landshark Lagers. For more information, visit DilworthPark.org. Join Marcus. Friday from 6 to 8 for First Friday at the corner of Bridge and Main Street in Phoenixville. Enjoy craft breweries and distilleries, exciting restaurants, and live music from Whiskey Hickin' Boys. Check out the 2019 Subaru Outback from Piazza Subaru of Limerick. Shop 24-7 at PiazzaSubaru.com. Complete details at PhoenixvilleFirst.com.
0: 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks.
1: Marissa handed me a note saying that we now have, uh, you know, the grilling recipes that I've done for Acme. Yes. Uh, we have all those posted now on PrestonInstitute.com. So if you're uh, looking for one of my recipes, uh, jump over there. It says summer grilling recipes from the connoisseur. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the, the the bratwurst recipe that I mentioned earlier, that's on there. And uh, the, the potatoes. Bacon, bacon blue cheese buffalo burger. You know what? Yeah. yeah, they should be. Yeah, it says potato and onion foil packets. So... There's a few things on there, so maybe something you haven't done before, you can try that out. Spice up the barbecue. Could do it. All right, uh, Bizarre File time. Let's
4: go.
0: WMMR
1: presents
0: Priston and Steve's Bizarre File. Yeah. All
1: right, uh, here's a weird one to begin with, a horrible one, but very, very strange. Uh, prosecutors will not retry a man accused of killing a popular store manager from Old Town Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, prosecutors instead agreed to a not guilty by reason of insanity finding now attorneys for the accused a guy named uh Pinkaj Bazin, have said that Bazin thought the victim was a werewolf oh. yeah
3: and he and he was, or he, was it was well
1: he wasn't no. and so therein lies the issue if he was actually a werewolf, you know maybe he wouldn't have been accused at yeah, all. yeah yeah uh, yeah So the store manager, Brad Jackson, 65 years old, was found dead. This is in 2018, about a year ago roughly, inside a place called Window Universe where he worked. Bazim.
3: Sounds like a place a werewolf would hang out
1: Was found naked in a car nearby and arrested in his killing. Uh, Bazim's attorney said that their client had checked out of a psychiatric hospital just days before he left his New Jersey home, drove to the D.C. area. Attorney said his first stop was at the Four Seasons in Georgetown. Uh, The hotel staff called security when he told them people are going to die. It's going to be a bad day. Two hours later, he drove to Old Town and walked up a flight of stairs to Jackson's office at Window Universe. Uh, Bazine said Jackson asked him, what are you doing here? Get the F out. Bazine then allegedly picked up a box cutter and stabbed him 53 times. He also beat him and broke his neck. Uh, After his trial ended in a hung jury in March, the Commonwealth requested its own forensic exam. Their medical professionals came back with the same conclusion that the defense's doctor did, that Bazine was insane when he violently attacked a complete stranger. This wasn't the work of a man. It was a wolf. Prosecutors also polled the first jury, and they found that they had been uh, 10 to 2 to acquit. Uh, So, yeah, apparently he said he thought the guy was a werewolf. Uh, Bazine will be committed uh, to Central State Hospital in Virginia and will undergo regular evaluation to see if his return to his sanity... I think mm-hmm. he benefited from having a defense lawyer who was a mummy. That yeah. did help. No, yeah. probably. Uh, mother was so embarrassed that she prayed that the ground would, quote, swallow her up when staff at her daughter's nursery school called her to discuss a drawing of what appeared to be a giant penis. <laughs> Amelia Barnhouse, who was four years old, picked a pink slide when she was asked to draw something from a recent trip. Uh, in Wales, uh, the child drew a long, pink, and rigid slide complete with a rounded top and two large circular steps at the bottom,
8: okay.
1: which left her teachers in fits of giggles. Uh, uh, the mom, Vicky, was left mortified, and her husband, Patrick, joked that he would never return to the nursery school <laughs> after staff invited her in for a chat After she arrived to pick up Amelia on Friday. Then you probably don't want to see my vagina picture. (laughs) She said, I 100% thought it was x-rated as soon as I saw it. It looked looked nothing like a slide. She said that she was lining up to pick up Amelia as usual when one of the teachers asked her for a quick chat with a uh, workbook to her chest hiding what was on the page. She said, we were just wondering what park you take Amelia to. (laughs) And then she showed me the book. (laughs) <laughs> and we had uh, teaching assistants and other staff there, and we were all roaring with laughter. And she said, I didn't want her to uh, think that we were laughing at her. So I said, Amelia, this is a really good drawing. We'll be getting the book at the end of her uh, of July to keep for future reference. So we'll be saving it for her 18th birthday, I think. But it looks it looks like a penis. You so know what I'm
3: happens, honest. too, with the weather uh, people, weather yep. men and weather women, whenever they're drawing on that screen, yeah. uh, there are countless pictures of faux phalluses yeah, johnny Ballaris. john belarus yeah. is a famous one and in his case he
1: actually looks like he's stroking it <laughs> yep oh you're right yes he's got both <laughs> hands up i forgot about that <laughs> it's a great shot last week judy Plunick filed a lawsuit against macy's claiming that a makeup consultant at the store left her with a permanent x mark on her face after a consultation in february Uh, Plenick said that it happened at Macy's, the, uh, at the Baybrook Mall in Houston, Texas. She says that her dermatologist compared the dark marking to a tattoo. They can't get it off? The lawyer says dermatologist recommended getting a biopsy to figure out what it was. A spokesperson for Macy says they're unable to provide any information on this matter since it's an ongoing investigation. It's a short story. I don't know much more about it. Yes, I would like a deep, irremovable X on my face. Yeah, so that's what she ended up with. Hey, the owner of an Amazon Echo Dot claims that Amazon's Alexa assistant has started insulting him and swearing at him whenever he asks it to play music. Michael Slade says that the insults began after he canceled his Amazon Prime subscription. Amazon engineers were puzzled by the behavior and offered Slade gift cards and a year of free Prime membership as compensation. Slade claims that he has no idea what caused Alexa to get foul mouthed. Though the Daily Mail points out that there is software available for the Echo Dot that can make Alexa say rude words. Yes. I didn't know that. That If you want to mod it. That sounds pretty fun. And then we'll do one more story and wrap this up. Let's go with this. Uh, Milo, an orange tabby cat, was uh, sleeping on his owner's lawn in Murray, Utah last week when animal control officers delivered two misdemeanor charges to the animal's owner. Kate Anderson says that the citation listed two charges, one for having an animal at large and one for not having an animal license attached. Anderson said someone took a photo of the cat sleeping and reported it to the city, adding that she has a cat door so that the animal gets in and out at will. The ordinance apparently prohibits the animal being in the yard. And it dates back to 1963 and prohibits any animal from being in any area, even if it's on the owner's property without a leash, secured in a yard, or confined to a vehicle. Even if it's a cat, huh? Yeah, an attorney says that they have filed a motion to dismiss the charges. So you got a ticket for the dog just, or the the cat being out on the lawn. And the cat
3: had to have a license exposed around it, like
1: on its collar? I don't know. That seems really stupid. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time so we've had you text in about our secret text word prize and now it's time to get ourselves a winner so kathy i call upon you to give me a designated caller please
2: nine
1: two one five two six three wmmr caller number nine get on it we'll see if you can win we'll come back and we'll get to the lesson question and the trash and music news as well stay right there Stream WMMR anywhere you have
7: an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
3: Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond engagement rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Stephen has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at Stevensinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Uh, let's see. So, secret text word. We do that on Wednesdays. We give stuff away. I mean, we give stuff away every day, but we love doing this one. So, I'm going to go to the phones. Kathy wanted to call her number nine and what she asks or she gets. So, we are going to Dave, who is Fresno. on Line Ideas. Fresno. Oh, my god! For a moment, it actually felt like Bill. Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. All right, Dave, do me a favor. Give me that secret text word, brother. 30, skank. Skank. Yeah. That's correct. You got it. Hang on the line, Dave. We are going to give you some tickets that we have, uh, and the tickets are for... Welder they're for Sublime and Rome, and this will be Tuesday, July 9th at the Skyline Stage at the Man, and tickets will go on sale, uh, well, they're on sale now via Ticketmaster.com, so congratulations. Uh, random Texter, they're working on that, so uh, we're going to get one of those, two and give away that prize. In the meantime, we're going to continue on with the lesson question, and we have a four pack of tickets for Six Flags to give away for this and for rocky where shouldn't you put a roman candle 215263wmmr okay for rocky where shouldn't you put a roman candle 215-263-WMMR. You know the answer. Call now. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning it is brought to you by Dunkin'. This summer, enjoy Dunkin's new Hershey's Cookies and Cream or Heath-flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Trademarks are used under license what's going on this morning steve
3: well brody jenner who stars on the hills the new beginning admitted to a strange relationship with his father caitlin jenner still brody says whatever the future holds for them he will always be proud of his dad's kazongas
5: <laughs> hey!
3: and after nike recalled their special betsy ross flag sneakers the demand for them exploded with a leaked pair selling for more than two thousand dollars Apparently, Colin Kaepernick told a Nike he was concerned that the Betsy Ross sneakers would, quote, upset her sister Diana Ross. Oh,
4: my God. <laughs> and
3: finally, Nike, uh, excuse me, Bachelorette star, we talked about this earlier, Hannah Brown revealing to Bachelor Luke that she had sex multiple times in a windmill. Not to be outdone, Luke admitted to her that he had gotten off on a dike. Oh, So,
4: uh,
3: <laughs> you know,
1: Dutch theme there.
3: That's your Hollywood trash.
1: All righty, we'll see if we can get an answer to this question for Rocky. Where should you not put Roman Candles, and it is Greg that we go to for the answer. Hey, Greg, how you doing?
10: Hey, I'm doing pretty good, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rocky, hey. where should you not put your Roman Candles?
10: You should have put them in your
1: That's right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Greg. Hang on. We're going to set you up, buddy. We have got a four-pack of Six Flags tickets. And Six Flags and Coca-Cola team up to celebrate America's birthday with Coca-Cola Fourth Fest. From July 3rd through July 6th, you can bring any can of Coke and save on admission. Get exclusive early ride times and see fireworks every night. Coca-Cola Fourth Fest and Six Flags, the biggest celebration in the Northeast. So congratulations. All right, let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Yeah! yeah! Yeah.
1: All right, and this morning it is brought to you by Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli. Want to know Philly's best-kept hoagie secrets? Pick up Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide, a map of the best delis in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even birds tickets just for eating real Philly hoagies. Mm. So we'll start with this. Blink-182 basis to Mark Hoppus is currently auction off, uh, auctioning off nearly 80 pieces of gear including one of his iconic bases and this will benefit lgbtq rights it all started after the news broke about the straight pride parade in which a boston man responded to pride month by looking to hold his own parade celebrating quote straight pride the idea infuriated hoppus who called it ridiculous And responded by pledging to put a bass guitar up for auction and donate double the proceeds to the Trevor Project, a suicide prevention organization focused on LGBTQ youth. And now the auction is live on Reverb for his pink plaid early 2000s Fender Precision Bass. Uh, Hoppus commented, I wrote a great deal of bass riffs for the 2003 Untitled album on this bass. And I'm auctioning it off to raise money for the Trevor Project. It was a great organization doing great work. Uh, bidding is open on the pink base for five more days, while a full Hoppus shop opens on July eighth. Among the items up for sale is a custom is yeah a custom blue microphone tube uh, condenser, a custom Fender Precision bass, and a pair of Avalon U five Ultra five direct preamps that he has used since two thousand one. So you can get yourself some uh, cool merchandise uh, before the white stripes hit it big, um, Jack White. Played League guitar in a Detroit garbage garbage <laughs> garage punk act called The Go. Appearing on uh, the group's 1999 uh, debut LP, Do Doin'. Uh, to celebrate the album's 20th anniversary, White has now remixed the disc and is reissuing it through his own third band records as part of the label's Vault subscription series. That's pretty fun. White remixed the album using the original Real Real tapes. And according to a press release, the creme de la creme of studio gear Unavailable to the band back in 1999 to effectively crank the album into overdrive. Did
3: you do any originals in the image? Yeah, we had a couple. Do you have any uh, recorded? Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on now. You hey. could have them
10: remastered.
3: Never. We have some access to some very talented musicians and, nope. you know, Indra
1: uh, perhaps could nope. do it. Nope. That, no. was b- that was before we had our, our good singer. All right. So, <laughs> whoop, you, Danny! You wouldn't want to hear it, unless you just want to listen to the drum tracks, which are awesome. <laughs> I may play them for you someday, but I would have to preface it by saying that Jim was not a good singer. Okay, and, and it was before we got Danny. So anyway, the limited edition deluxe package contains a summer sun colored <laughs> vinyl pressing of What You Doing, along with vinyl pressings of the previously unreleased Ferdinand Attic Demos LP and the alternate studio take seven inch. Uh, It also includes a collectible photo book titled The Go in Black and White. Eddie Vedder paid tribute to his late friend, uh, Chris Cornell, by performing the first solo song that Cornell ever released called Seasons uh, during Vedder's own solo concert.
6: I love that song. Yeah,
1: it was from uh, Singles. Singles, yeah. Yeah. He dedicated the song to Cornell's 19-year-old daughter, Lily, in honor of her birthday. Uh, Vedder played at Dusseldorf's Mitsubishi Electric Halley, in the midst of his European solo tour on Monday night, and he ended his 27-song set with that 1992 Cornell classic, which was featured, as we said, in the film Singles. Uh, Veteran Cornell had a long-standing friendship that began in 1990 with Temple of the Dog. That project, uh, Eddie had recently been hired as a singer for the band that became Pearl Jam. While the members were simultaneously working with Cornell on a tribute album in honor of Mother Love Bone's Andy Wood,
3: I really, really miss him very much. I'm
1: talking about Nick Magalit. <laughs> it's been a long time. Been a while. At least four years. It's, it's been, been a like long the... time, but uh, eventually, it's six years this fall. Wow. Yeah. Um, has it really been six years? Yeah, it has. Oh, 20, oh my god. Doesn't feel like it, does it?
0: 2013.
1: It's like a freaking eternity. <laughs> Miss you too, man. <laughs> I love you. I love you so yeah. much. Love you. Um, and then one last story: the earliest known live tape of you two performing together has been discovered. Uh, the band's 17-song opening set on August eleventh, nineteen 1979, for another local group, the StuGers, uh, features you two.
5: Great honor to be opening for the StuGers. <laughs> for a They're young just band.
1: kids, yeah. yeah.
5: But it's great.
1: Uh, it features YouTube performing live <laughs> at uh, Dublin, Ireland's Dandelion Market.
6: We're just a
3: couple of leprechauns.
1: Uh, Stugers guitarist Pete McCluskey. Yeah, I'm with the Stugers. Uh Told the YouTube fan site ATU2.
3: God, that's the drummer for the Stugers.
1: <laughs> I am pleased.
3: <laughs> back up, back up. Don't want you cutting my drumming hands. <laughs> What's your name, little one?
1: Banner. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> the Stogers. The Stogers. Uh, according to the YouTube fan site, ATU2, I am pleased... Uh, this is uh, Stogers guitarist Pete McCluskey. said, I am pleased that I recorded the show and hadn't realized the significance of it and its place in history until quite recently. Uh, prior to the new discovery, the earliest U2 gig making the rounds with the, the quartets October 22nd 1979 show Well, there that, was
3: Jerry and Danny they were in the Potstickers
1: <laughs> and they joined us in the Stoolgers <laughs> the Potstickers <laughs> yeah. an Irish band yeah. named the, the Potstickers pot stickers. uh so that that show was uh, this this is earlier than the the Previously known earliest live performance recording from their October 22nd, 1979 show at the Cork Opera House. and uh, I've got to get back to Ireland. I do too, man. I'd, I'd love to be there. Yeah. So beautiful. And then one last thing. How could I not mention this? Rolling Stones, The Link, Song of the Day. MMR rocks Rolling Stones. July 23rd at The Link. This is that new date to remember. Now, we have a chance for you to win tickets each weekday starting July 8th. 8th to do the 19th. Uh, tune in at 8 a.m. Uh, we will announce that day's winning Stone song and the hour that it will play on later that day. Listen for us to play the song on vinyl from their new greatest hits album, Honk. The 25th caller. We, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the 25th caller when we do gets the actual record that we played on the air and two tickets to the show. It's going
3: to be a little retro because you're literally going to be
1: playing it on vinyl in the other studio. Yep. Complete details at WMMR.com, by the way. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. still got to give away our Word of the Week prize. So we'll do it when we return. Stay with us.
6: What's new? Glad
8: you asked.
7: Greta Van Fleet. Chester
8: Bennington.
7: The Glorious Suns.
1: New music. More of everything that rocks. On
9: 93.3 WMMR.
1: 1025 with Preston and Steve, and the program about ready to to end. The barn door has swung wide open at Uh, this point. Barn door! That is correct. Barn door! Moo moo. Mm -hmm uh but uh today has been a fun show and i can hear it i can hear it uh thank you to caitlin Olse. yeah hey. sweet d always sunny in philadelphia friend of the program and uh we have been on the set of that show uh it's always sunny in philadelphia and it is a fun experience and you can experience that if you win the Omaze lottery that they have, and this is for a really great uh, park—it's not a park, it's a, a camp—and it's called the Hole in the Wall Gang, which I believe was Jesse James. Gang. It was, yes. And it's for kids who are really, really sick, and and they, uh, but they they take them away from all the, you know, all the stuff they have to deal with on a regular basis, and give them a great place to go to. And uh, Charlie had gone to it, and was affected by it in a, in a positive way, and wanted to help out. So they're doing this. And all you have to do is, uh, you know, buy an entry to uh, to win, and you might end up going out to L.A., staying at a four-star hotel. They fly out there. You're an extra on the uh, on the show. You get to have some drinks on the set at Patty's Pub. Pretty cool thing, man. It is awesome. And it was great to uh, to talk to Caitlin this morning. So, anyhow, the Omaze link is on PrestonAndSteve.com for you to go ahead and... Uh, to uh, send out a, uh, an entry to win, which would be very cool. So uh, that was nice. And uh, we welcome Brent Porsche. Hey. Hey. good morning, everybody. Hey. To the studio. Another day yeah. here. Filming for Pierre. Yes, sir. On and Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. If you will, please. And then uh, I assume you have tomorrow. Or are you working tomorrow? I'm off tomorrow. One Very of the benefits good. of being full-time, finally. That's right. I get man. the holidays off. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back Friday, though. Weekenders, uh, your you know, part-timers end up having to uh, uh, work holidays a lot of the times. they fill in so the gaps. That's because we're live and local, man. We've always got somebody here. Absolutely. Luckily, we are blessed to have a whole bunch of super-talented part-timers. Most definitely. Um, so why don't we do our letter of the Let's day? Let's do it. And we'll see what you got going on. Here we go.
0: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now.
1: The Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Shows brought to you today by the letter. By the letter O is of a Wolf and Man. All right, letter O. Letter O. All right, let's take caller number seven. What is that? It's, uh, of Wolf and Man. Oh, okay. By Malatica. Uh, ah. 215 263 WMMR. Call right now, caller number seven. You're going to get a crack at it, but you do need to know. Uh, the word, in order to win. So, what do you have in store for today's show, Si? Jam-packed show. All sorts of great tunes. Workforce blocks today. The Offspring, ACDC, and the Black Crows will be doing it. Well, you do anything for the fourth?
5: Um, Fireworks, probably some grilling, and Delco in the hood. Just, Delco? just chilling.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite fireworks uh, show you like to go to? Yeah,
5: the one in Clifton And yeah,
1: the, you don't in the, have to the go fields far. down there. It's right down at the end of the street,
5: and this this might be the last year that they're doing it because they're talking about building a new middle school on which that is property. is so Funny, people are upset about this because they want the fireworks as well. Well, no, it's just it's a park that's been there for a long time. Yeah. And, you know they, they have baseball a lot of fields and, and football field. fields yeah. and all sorts of stuff but over there. They don't want a new school there. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah there's you know a big uproar about it. I'm not going to say which way I lean. One way or the other, because well, it doesn't, it's, it's not No, my no, town.
1: listen, we, we had a similar thing happen in our, our community. I remember when it, when a school was going to be built, and there were signs that popped up that people were against it for some reason or another, and sometimes it has to do with restructuring the district and blah, 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 and all this, and there's some reasons behind it. Yeah, But, eh, who knows, man. You never know. Everybody's yep. got their voice. F and, it, And, uh, and yeah, it can be heard. Which but the Clifton cool. fireworks are pretty kick-ass. They're good nice. every year. Well, enjoy. All right, we'll go to the phones and. See if we can get an answer uh, or find out what the word is, and I will go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Woo! (laughs) Woo! Oh, is that the word? To be the man, you got to beat the man. That's it, yeah.
4: Woo!
1: I didn't even ask him, and he said it. Well done. Woo is the word, Mike. Woo! And, Mike, since you got it right, we are going to give you 10 Fandango movie tickets to see Avengers Endgame, plus Avengers merchandise. We'll give you a T-shirt, metal lunchbox, sunglasses, and a button set, all from our friends at Marvel. Okay, buddy? Get
4: juice, you guys Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it.
1: Hang on a second. We'll get your information. Marvel Studios' Avengers Endgame has returned to theaters nationwide with some additional footage included, so don't miss out on that. Uh, Let's see here. Sponsors to thank. We're going to do that very thing. Thank you so much to Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, Also, thank you to Winter Airport Parking, Fastest Way In and Out of Philly International. I'll be seeing them in about 10 minutes. (laughs) And Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve Show. And Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card, and you can use any of over 1,700 locations nationwide Anytime you want uh, So tomorrow obviously Independence Day will be out Next week on the program uh, Well on the program and off of the program The Belly Flop Championships yeah! will be taking place at the, uh, On the 11th Valley Forge Casino Resort at the Beach Club Connor Barr will be on the program uh, Drew McIntyre of the WWE Will be in our studio and we haven't talked to Ricky Botalico in a while, so he'll be stopping by. Those things and more. That's it. We are done. Ray John, have a great fourth and a safe one. Please be careful, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Oh. The Breston and Steve Love
5: You, you. Live. Yo, it's Matt, your Appalachian Trail
11: correspondent. I found Casey Boy's pile of shit. 5,000 feet up Mount Washington, and I'm carrying it back. I'm um, halfway to Maine right now, and I'll be done this trail in two weeks, and I'm gonna come bring that sh- back to you, case Boy. Next message. You know what? I call too much in anger and frustration and piss off the of people. So I'm gonna take the opportunity to say something nice. <laughs> Happy 4th of
4: July, mother
11: Next message.
4: <laughs> Five day weekend, let's go! Drinking 40s, let's Get paid for all these.